1: Welcome to Swish and Flick, an all-Potter podcast. Swish
0: and Flick, everyone. The swish and Flick.
2: Hello and welcome to episode 85 of Swish and Flick. I'm Tiffany. I'm Megan. I'm Katie. And they still call me Sarah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you could have made up another name. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Today's episode is sponsored by Samantha Mason Thank you, Samantha Thank you Thanks,
3: Thank you, Samantha. Yeah, gosh. I, I thought was, it was no, I was
4: alone I wasn't sure if you were going to imitate us again So I didn't talk No, no, no. I just been delayed on <laughs> normal
1: done. days So
2: All right, so today we will be discussing chapter 14 of Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire, The Unforgivable Curses. So make sure you have read the chapter and you're ready to dive into the details. I'm not coming up with any more dives because I'm out. So we're back to diving regular style.
4: (laughs) Megan has her
2: hand up already. Uh, So we'll just uh,
4: mosey on over to that side of the table. How many unforgivable curses are there? Three, two,
2: one, go. Shopping
4: cart. All right. So, guys, grocery games. <laughs> so that's exactly what I was thinking.
1: Really? <laughs> <laughs> that's what I
4: was going to say. Frozen. I got it. All right. Okay. Jinx.
1: Jinx again. Um, so, that's the weekly.
4: <laughs> the weekly profit this week is. Brand spanking new. The Wizarding World of Harry Potter unveils a new light show dedicated to snakes, to the dark arts, a.k.a. me. I mean, do
1: you really want to be be associated with the dark arts? No. (laughs) That's a yes. You're such
4: a poser. (laughs) No, No, but I did buy a Voldemort date shirt. Yeah. (sighs) Okay. So if you visit Universal (laughs) Orlando Resort and head straight for Nocturne Alley, Katie, is that me? This new light show is sure to make your dark mark tingle. Oh Oh, my God. On Thursday, Universal Studios Hollywood and Universal Orlando Resort announced dark arts at Hogwarts Castle, which will include a display of lights, music, and special effects centered around dark (coughs) magic. Lord Voldemort will even make an appearance in the show. <gasps> He's back. Don't say making this. Name. I this knew those bits were new real dimension <laughs> of sorcery that strays from their past displays, which include the nighttime lights at Hogwarts Castle and the magic of Christmas at Hogwarts Castle.
2: So they were like, oh, you know, we're too fluffy and kind. Let's get dark. Yeah.
1: When is this happening?
2: Yeah, when
4: does it start? There is not a specific date. Of course not. But... People are expecting it to debut possibly in September. Is the uh, so we'll see it when we go in December. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Are yeah. we
1: going in December? We have
2: to. You, I can't. I we can't. We have to go we sometime. Have to do anything. Sometime, I have to pay my taxes and, and die. die. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have to. Katie, go. Uh,
3: Lacey said, "You're actually the dark farts." What? That's Sarah. Usually, um, oh. it's both uh, of
1: you. Let's be real. I think I've heard every single one of us. <laughs> Me. <laughs> Why are you
4: looking like look oh, at that? I don't Oh, no, Sarah. that's a lie. I heard her.
1: <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> not let's, a conversation we should be let's having. Let's not that's talk a about marital That's secret, Maggie. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I mean, whatever. What else do you have? Is, Is that this all on the castle?
3: Yeah. Yeah.
4: It's going to be on the castle. It's going to be, you know, Dementors flying oh dark curses like you know what ever. would be really cool is if they yeah. could
1: actually make it cold that would be awesome oh
3: my
4: god
1: i don't know if that's possible but uh, anything's possible. i know that universal people listen to us the heads of universal i know jake Rowling listens to us <laughs> correct i heard room on the street is we her favorite podcast correct. yeah i've heard that too. um and she
4: called me last night yes correct i texted her this morning yeah. correct we're gonna meet up for coffee next week. She'll Correct. be in town. Correct. She's coming to. She's adapting Ohio. me. <laughs> Correct. We're actually related. Also,
2: twenty three and Me told
4: me that. Yeah, twenty three and Me. I had like a distant relative, and it was like, oh,
1: Joanne Rowling. What? Um, so
4: Hashtag What was
1: sponsor. I gonna say? Oh, they should. You should do it, universal people that listen to us, along with J.K. Rowling. Make it cold. Just they'd be cool. Make, make, us, make us make us a little bit sad while we're there, but yeah. we're already sad because we're gonna know that we're gonna leave you <sighs> and go back to Ohio. That's why
4: we have to go. And okay, listeners, I need your help here. So, as Swish and Flick hosts, I kind of feel like it's our duty. You're more than one. Host. To What?
2: <laughs> I don't know. <laughs>
4: I'm talking for most of us here. We're oh. just trying to convince one that it's our duty to, you know, go ride Hagrid's motorbike adventure so that we can give you the deets on it, right? <laughs> you said duty. And deets. Mag- That's not as funny. You gotta say
3: your quote. <laughs> oh, what oh did yeah, I say? say the
4: quote. Man the boundaries, inform us. Do your duty as our hosts. All swish and flick listeners globally. That's a quote from you. We need to go. Yeah, 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 mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, Taylor Swift listens to Chad. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. she told me
1: we're her favorite podcast. She told me that uh, we're her favorite people.
4: Yeah, no, I'm her favorite. No, you're and then second. She, then she
1: told me she's gonna adapt me too. I'm gonna have two moms,
4: <laughs> three. What about your real mom? <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: she'll always be my mom. She's my bio mom. Oh. <clears throat> All
4: right, yeah. are you are you done? Yep. <laughs>
1: So, <laughs> what were Is she done? done? Never. Never.
4: Okay, I'm talking that I need all the Swish and Flick listeners to tell us that you feel that it's necessary that we go ride Hagrid's <laughs> Motorbike Adventure. It's our
3: job. I mean, if you go on, especially if you go on Patreon, it says that we will bring you the latest up-to-date information
4: from the Potterverse. Yeah. So I think it's, uh, I think that it's done. We've decided. Yeah. <laughs> I'll stuff you in a suitcase.
2: Yeah. You're talking to me. Yeah, I'll check you on the plane. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be scary.
1: That would be, yeah. You
2: guys, this is a monumental moment right now because I'm about to do the uh, recap in a recap hat. Oh, hold on. I need to record
1: this.
3: Yeah, this is a good moment.
1: It's a monumental moment and we're here to Are witness it all. Yeah, I'm ready.
2: All right. Let me just get my body ready here. <coughs> get Katie. my body ready. Katie, is your body ready? It is. Look
3: me in the eyes. <laughs> Look me in the eyes. We always
1: do this. It's
2: time for the rubber, rubber <laughs> <laughs> week.
1: I hated everything about that. Yeah, no,
2: it was not my best. <laughs> <laughs> no, Would I you like to so do it? No, I'm okay. I'm You're actually happy. happy with that. Okay, yeah. good. No, Sarah can't bring me down with her words.
1: Very, <laughs> <right>, Christine Aguilera. <laughs> you did real well. Thank you, sweetheart. All right, you did let's wonderful, let's Katie. It's your turn.
3: All right, recap. Yeah. So the school year has officially started. We are unfortunately introduced to Hagrid's illegal creation, the
1: blast-ended scroots. Well, did we, we say know they- it's illegal? But it did he create them, or did he like buy them off of a, like his homeboy living at the pub wearing a hood? You know what I'm saying? Well, I always thought he, he did, he did it, it, but maybe I'm wrong. I never thought he did it because I think wonderful things about Hagrid. I didn't say anything bad about it. I just Really? Said you want to say that to my face? <laughs> yeah. Hmm? I'm it I <laughs> mean, she face. literally
3: did say it to your face. <laughs> so. uh, Professor Trelawney has again predicted awful things about Harry and divination. No one's surprised. But they're right. <laughs> All right, Mr. Weasley's in <laughs> a bit of hot water. at The Ministry after Rita Skeeter published an article about him in the Daily Prophet, which Malfoy reads loudly for everyone to hear. Gotta love it. And he tries to curse Harry behind his back, but Mad Eye Moody turns him into a ferret, much to the shock and dismay of <laughs> Mick G. And Sarah. <laughs> and all of us.
1: Uh, look at it as an afterthought. The You're the one day. That made me think about it, which is good. Yeah, it's super mean. Uh, we're not getting into that again. No, we're going to talk about how Megan has her hand up, <laughs> <laughs> it's her left hand. She uh, headed um, in the air and she about pushes the button 12, with the 12 inches above the table. <laughs> what do you need, ma'am? You guys
4: are going to hate me because you just made that like way bigger than it needed to be. <laughs> uh but Vinny says that he heard Christina Aguilera also listens to the podcast. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. That's also true. That's, we're we're that's, a favorite among all. celebrities. Yeah. Yeah. Rumor on, rumor on the street is Rumor Wilson also listens to us.
3: <laughs> Get it's on like with it. To dad. He's gonna start next it's week. Bruce. I know.
1: Not Bruce the Spruce, but Bruce Willis. <laughs> I love Rumor Willis. I was thinking Bruce the Shark.
3: Lacey said, I'm a recap in a bottle, baby. <laughs> oh my God.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I'm
1: Whoa.
4: a do it the right way, honey. All right. That's
1: hilarious. The day has come. It's foodie day. I mean, AKA fake moody day. Ooh, good one. <laughs> they learn some stuff that's just unforgivable. Unforgivable is the word. And it's upsetting, particularly for Neville. Harry and Ron make up some predictions for their lives. They may or may not be true. They may be Trelawney ish. And oh, spew, Hermione tells us <laughs> her plans. <laughs> Harriet gets. Harriet? <laughs> Harriet? <laughs> that's what happens when i put two words together harry gets a serious letter what does this all mean also hedwig is mad thank you next wow red
3: Hairious. that sounds like something harry would name his <laughs> child Harry <Hairious> Potter. <laughs>
1: Named after the cool two coolest <laughs> dude who is I know. Me and Sirius. <laughs> yeah. So
4: accurate. And Jenny would just be like, <laughs> okay, whatever, Harry.
1: <laughs> What's happening, oh, God.
4: <laughs> I always said their next kid would be Dobby Sirius.
1: I mean, no, Dobby, Dobby Hedwig. Hedwig. Yep. I think that's a pretty good name. Harryus. All right. Harryus Potter. So... <laughs> <laughs> What's
4: the middle name? Germione. <laughs> Remine. <laughs> Worm.
0: Oh, I'm just going to wait. All right.
3: Are you, are you, is, is it okay? At this yeah, moment,
2: maybe. Can I talk about Harry Potter?
1: Yes, please do. I'd love to learn more about Harrius oh. and All his right. friends. Here we go. He's like Harrius the spy. <laughs> <laughs> Harry is the boy who lived. (laughs) Not once, but twice.
4: Twice. (laughs) Oh, I mean, we knew that tonight was going to be
3: interesting. But why?
4: (laughs) Why not?
2: Oh, Lord. Okay, here we go. For Voldemort and Valor. <laughs> <laughs> After their conversation about how Moody really knows what it's like to be out there, quote, doing it, fighting the dark arts. Two days pass without any incident, unless you count Neville melting his sixth cauldron and potions. And I said, "How, bro? <sighs> because he's so nervous." Honestly, that's a lot of money, though because no you have to buy your own cauldron yeah i mean i'm sure maybe they were like here have a school one for a hot minute and then snape's like call your grand, not call but
1: you know, <laughs> I'll know i wonder though like if he was just so terrified of snape if that's yeah. the reason oh, yeah. i mean
2: he i mean clearly we see that he's not an idiot i mean he does well in herbology and i feel like if he had support in other subjects this is a whole other thing he I would mean, be he kills he McKinney. would be fine he would be fine that's more or less gross motor
4: skills, so. <laughs> <laughs> I would think you need good motor, uh, hold on, what am I trying to say? I don't know. You- I would say that he has to have good motor skills, but you'd have to have bad ones to melt six cauldrons, but clearly he does, it's just his nerves. What's going on? It's
2: Snape, that's what I'm
4: saying. Oh, Okay. Snape has been, speaking (laughs) up,
2: Snape has been getting meaner and meaner all summer, and Harry thinks that he has reached, quote, new levels of vindictiveness, Oh boy! and gave Neville a detention. And in that detention, you guys, Neville had to disembowel a barrel, a barrel full of horned toads. It's so mean. So I said, do you know how big a barrel is? And I said, the 42-gallon oil barrel was officially adopted in 1866. So someone else can figure out how many toads can fit in a 42-gallon barrel and how many Danny DeVitos.
1: (laughs) Thank you. I was going to ask that. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh... That would have been easy math. You just roughly find out how big a toad is, not how... Okay, if it's easy math. Have at it, ma'am. Vinny's that's on it. That's
2: traumatizing,
3: though, to
1: disembowel yes. an animal. Well, like, not only that, you well, well, disembowel you'd...
3: your animal. Yes. Oh, oh, my God.
1: Wait, what? Because he, he has, has a, a toad. Yeah, but it's not his. I, I know, still, but still. I think that's why he picked toads out yeah, of all animals. I always thought that. God, that. God oh. forbid you had to do that to a dog. Wouldn't you think of Fozzie the whole time while you were doing I it? I would quit Hogwarts. Well, that's basically what he's doing
2: to I never Marvel. thought of that. I never thought of that either. Y'all are dark. Dark parts. No, Snape is dark. Well, yeah. I mean, that is pretty terrible. I hope Ooh. they were already dead. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure they
1: would be. Maybe not.
2: I mean, oh my god. I'm sure oh they were. Oh, my a barrel. Oh, sorry, them. I guess I'm dark. It's so
1: traumatic. Well, for Voldemort and Valley, you know. <laughs> that's how he started. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Are you okay? <laughs> Just that that's <thoughts> really sad. <laughs> is there, is so she so she's cry. laughing. This is what she does when she's my gonna cry. <laughs> <laughs> and she's crying.
2: I'm sorry. Where is that cheese? I'm sorry. I talked about toads.
0: <sighs>
2: <laughs> Do you <want> a tissue? <laughs> I'll get one. <laughs> oh my god. We gotta move on. Um, <laughs> Harry and Ron believe that Snape is in such a bad mood. Because of Moody being oh. um, the mm. one to take the Defense Against the Dark Arts job. But I said, I think it's because of the events at the end of last year. Probs. Um, Not but, Yeah. No, so Harry and crew knows that um, it's the fourth year running that Snape didn't get the job. <laughs> and it's guaranteed to have been longer, you know, ever since he got to the school.
4: What? <laughs> I think that he's Moody because of Moody.
1: No, I, yeah, I think not so much him being the teacher. I think that added to it, but also, like, he's, I think because Snape knows how he, who he was through the entire thing and other people, um. You're talking about Moody being an Auror
2: and Snape correct. being a Death Eater?
1: Correct. Maybe, like, Snape's just over trying to defend, like, not even trying to defend himself, but he doesn't want that whole thing to come up again because it's, he's like. Over or, of
4: the sti- he's over the stigma. Yeah. Of him being a death eater.
1: Sucks to yeah. suck. You were so <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying that I, that was part of but it too. He was. Like it just put him I would think it would put him more on edge. I I don't know. Mm-hmm. I feel like I he's, he knows his position. I know, but that's, yes, I agree, but I'm still thinking, like, it's still taxing to have to, like, constantly be like, I know who I am and, like, do whatever, and it's still a taxing thing for him to have other people being like, well, you're a Death Eater. You're a Death Eater, even though he knows who he is. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah.
2: I mean, I'm going to have to agree to disagree on that one, though. I think it's a lot to do with the end of last year. I mean, Lupin was there. It was the whole thing. I don't disagree
1: with you. I'm saying I think it's all of that. Oh, gotcha. Cause yeah, it's what two months later. Yeah, yeah it's that's yeah. It's still wrong. I mean, your, you have to think mind. about
2: how insanely mad that he he was at the end of the last book. Yeah. Oh, like deranged you know, man. Yeah, because yeah. we were like, holy cow, we've you know forgot how deep this was. Yeah, yeah. So,
1: Vinny says a barrel is point five eight. That's rounded, DeVito's.
3: So a little more than half. All right then. I'm glad um, we know these that's things. What I, but I was yes, so about. I think
1: it was that he was still angry about everything that happened last year, but I think this just puts him more on edge with Moody being there. Yeah, and just adding to it. Yes.
2: I, I see that, yeah, definitely. Um what am I talking about? Uh, read, from read from chapter. chapter. Gotcha. So it says but he seemed strangely weary of displaying overt animosity towards Mad Eye Moody. Indeed, whenever Harry saw the two of them together at mealtimes or when they passed in the corridors, he had the distinct impression that Snape was avoiding Moody's eye, whether magical or normal.
1: Mm. Sorry. I joked. I see what you did there.
2: It's <laughs> <laughs> very clear to me.
1: <laughs> oh, I'm really
2: glad we have this now. <laughs> so, Tiffany theory Snape knows what that I can do, possible legilimens? Hmm. And he doesn't want Moody seeing into some Snapey thoughts.
4: I think he just does. Yeah, he probably doesn't trust Moody, mm. even though I don't know. Like, I feel like Snape is a person that. Do you think Moody ha- uh, is like practice at Legilimens, so Snape's like
2: trying to like block it. I mean they well, like, know each they other so. Well, I think that it's yeah.
4: anything that he's doing any anything. I, I mean, don't think he would want Moody to know anything he was doing for Dumbledore. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm.
2: he has all of that to hide. Mm-hmm. So if anybody infiltrates like when Harry infiltrates and Five. he never
4: trusts anybody. So even though Moody is an aura in his eyes at this moment, he's still not going to be trusting of him mm-hmm. enough to share what's going on. Because he's still a and double. I and whatever he's like, seeing, um, he's going to be like, well, is that real?
1: Blah, blah, exactly. blah. Yeah. I yeah. view them. I view that they have a lot of animosity in between each other. Because neither yeah, one of I them, them trusts each that. other because they, all, they both, not that Snape thinks that he's like on the other side, but Moody certainly, I would think, thinks that Snape is. Mm-hmm. Um, Fake. Foodie. Foodie. So there's a lot of clashing that way. Mm-hmm. And he's also, like you said, probably angry about he wants a defense against the dark arts position. And
2: we have to think, like, it's not Moody. It's Barty Crouch Jr. So every time we say Moody, it's Barty Crouch. We call him it's Boody. really
1: confusing no, just because, like, <laughs> <laughs> booty. We call him,
4: no, cootie sounds um, don't.
2: We do need them. something, though. We can just call him Junior. Because, Junior. <laughs> uh, here, but here's the thing Judy. <laughs> <laughs>
1: We'll call him Judy big, because that's good, and that's not a bad, like, I'm not going to call him Booty, though. <laughs> Here's so, the thing, though, now but I don't want it to
2: get twisted because I feel like sometimes when I read this, I read it as Moody, yes. and I have yeah. to stop. Ooh,
1: Moody Jr. Why don't we just no? call him Judy? <laughs> Ooh, Moody Junior. <laughs> Junior Moody. <laughs> but I agree because there's times where I have to think like this Harry, isn't like, him. I feel like later on Harry thinks he's got such a connection with Moody, but you really don't. don't. You didn't. Yeah, like, you, you don't had a know him. Connection with Barty Crouch Junior. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then later hard for on me to like
2: yeah, no. See, that's what I'm saying. That's why I, I kind of don't want to call him Moody anymore because it, it's what I'm not saying. him. So let's and, do it. So it's Judy, y'all.
1: Which is just. Mar- marty marty crouch jr i
2: like marty ah marty so um so from now on it's judy and that is marty crouch jr as mad eye moody
1: because it's easier to like connect the two you know what i mean because we aren't we all have to remember like you said this it's not, isn't moody yeah
4: and can it's say, hard it's can hard we say
1: moody judy judy moody is better judy moody
2: Judy Moody? I like that. I'm down. Judy Moody. Judy Moody. Um, So (laughs) I would like to welcome Judy Moody to the podcast.
4: Welcome, Judy Moody. That's going to be the title.
2: (laughs) 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 All right. So now that we're not confused anymore.
4: (laughs) Are we not? (laughs) Can
2: I just say Judy? That's a lot of words. Because I got Moody written everywhere. Moody Judy. It's Judy. Do whatever
1: you want. I'm going to do whatever I want. You can can either do just Judy. It's just Judy. Or or Judy Judy Moody. Moody. Judge Judy. (laughs) Just Judy. Just Judy. Just Jack.
2: (laughs) All right, here we go. So the fourth year Gryffindors are really excited for their first Defense Against the Dark Arts lesson with Judy (laughs) after being (laughs) hyped up by the twins and their crew, and they're more excited about seeing what Judy knew (laughs) and what he was all about. This is going to be fantastic. (laughs) Um, There was even a line outside the classroom before the lesson began, and I... I think that's just awesome because yeah. they're just they're so excited because they know that this person is experienced. Like, this person right. has a reputation, right? Big reputation. There you go. Nice All right.
3: reputation.
2: Um, I listened to
3: that song today, actually. Taylor will really like that when she hears this when she listens to the podcast. Yeah, she will.
2: You're welcome, Tay-Tay. All right. Um, Hermione turns up just in time from the library. Shocking. Harry tells him to come on quick or we won't get decent seats. It's like they're like being treated to a free show by their favorite artists is what I put down. They're so
1: excited. excited. I wonder if they I love
2: this. It's education,
1: man. (laughs) I wonder if they know what's going to happen. I I know they don't know, but like, they're so excited to go to this class and it's like so overwhelming. So let's think about
2: this. So a lot of people, mm, let me take something from pop culture right now. Uh, Making a murderer, Right. Not necessarily a nice topic, correct?
4: Mm-hmm. Correct.
2: People love that documentary.
4: Yeah. Obsessed with it. I've watched it both I parts. I only watched the first part.
2: But that it reminds me of this. Like it's something that's not necessarily like desirable, really. But you can't stop. It's like morbid mm-hmm. curiosity. Well, yes, curiosity.
1: And too, like talking about, so like um, if you listen to the end of all of these podcasts that I had read that book about the woman who's a mortician and all of that stuff, like those are conversations that you should have because uh, unfortunately everybody's going to die. Um, and those are conversations you don't want to have because they're hard to talk about. But I think with what we're going to see in the class too is that you know, you need to be prepared to see what's out there. Like, when they talk about in the fifth book with Umbridge, and she's like, you don't need to know these spells. Here's your theory. You're never going to, like... Even if Voldemort was not a thing, Mm -mm. and, like, Death Eaters and all that stuff, there's still bad people in the world that are going to use those types of spells against people because they don't care. right? So, like, you still... I I think... I think. You'll think it. I think. Um, I think you need to know all of these. And So, I I mean, it is a good thing that they're learning it, but it's also, like, it's an emotional especially for Neville and Harry because they have such a connection with it. For others, they probably think it's a lot of fun learning all this stuff, and then you realize like, there's people that are very closely connected to these spells. Yes.
4: The perfect yes. example of that, and we can talk about this more later, but <clears throat> whenever Ron leaves the, uh, the uh, class and he is just like so excited to talk about it with Harry, yes, and then yes, Harry's yes, like, yes, 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 yes. was it cool? and mm. he like questions it and then Ron's like I oh, took him wait. down a peg well, right? Because because yeah.
2: you don't realize and it's not no. people's fault. So. No.
1: Because You know so what I mean? He's he like oh my gosh
4: I'm seeing
2: this. It's yes. all a learning experience for people.
1: Well like and it's a perfect example too with Ron he's never really seen that. He's come from a childhood home that both parents are still together. He has all of his siblings and uh, he hasn't really seen a ton of bad stuff.
4: At this moment in time he's Correct. like untouched. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Well, get and ready. like with
1: Neville, Neville Has known from jump like how his parents have been and what happened to them essentially. He, I mean, because his parents are still alive and he still visits them and everything. I guarantee
2: Gran has been like detailed about that too because she wants to make him tough and blah blah blah. And
1: Harry, we know he's always known that his parents have died since you know he was a year and a half, roughly a year and a half old. So he's seen this where, like, that's the big thing. Like, isn't he, like, the only one that, like, is wondering about, or, like, how Neville's doing? Because Neville was, like, yeah. very Hermione. shaken in. Hermione, was it Hermione, Hermione questions yeah.
2: it. Well, because Harry, w- well, I mean, we're getting to all of this, but Harry, like, couldn't rip his eyes away.
4: Right. And he's then like, he- I have to watch this. Yeah. yeah.
1: Oh, you know what that reminds me of? The end of Cursed Child.
4: Good. When oh, when I was crying? No, I can't, because
1: that's when my nose started to bleed. <laughs> We'll uh, that. We All talked right. about it at the meetup, and I literally started crying again. It's <laughs> so emotional, it's uh,
2: especially when you're
4: emotionally invested in the series, like we are.
1: I'm not. That's yes,
2: garbage. You, you were sobbing <laughs> your eyes out. This <laughs> this
4: is super reminiscent of that scene, though. Except he's not seeing the real thing. Like he is in cursed yeah. child, but he's still seeing for the first time ever exactly what happened to his parents. Yeah,
1: correct. Yeah, and Perfect. it's. I mean. Again, it's like those conversations that are hard to have and hard to see and all of that. But one, you can't take your eyes off of it, like Tiffany's head. Yeah. And two, it's like sometimes you just have to learn, unfortunately.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yep.
1: All right. So (laughs) back
2: to the chapter. The trio gets three chairs right in the front of the teacher's desk, and they took out their books, and they are called The Dark Forces, A Guide to Self-Protection by, I don't know, (laughs) And then I forgot to look it up. So if someone of you want to do that, that'd be cool. (laughs) (laughs) What's it called? Uh, The Dark Force, the Guide to Self-Protection. So moving on. Moody's clunking steps are coming down the corridor. And they were pretty frightening sounding. And his clawed wooden foot, which we think might be like a chicken, Mm -hmm. was sticking out of his robes. Immediately, he tells the class to put their books away because they won't be needing them.
4: Very unlike Miss Umbridge. Yes, ma'am. It's by Quentin Trimble. Trimble. Scary. Yeah. Oh, there's an I ad. love it. Um, he was a professor and headmaster at Hogwarts. Ooh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. It's a required reading for any student enrolled in Defense Against the Dark Arts class. So I think that this might be one that they've had. So it's like the book mm-hmm. for a little bit at least. Yeah. He was the headmaster when Armando Dippet took over. Oh, wait, no, Trimble was no longer the headmaster when Armando Dippet took over in the Did early Dippet 20th Did Dippet take century. over for him,
2: or was he, like, before that, before
4: that? Trimble passed away before, it says, prior to the end of the school term in 1986, he passed away, and a portrait was hung in the headmaster's office. But when was
1: Dippet? long time ago. Yeah, but Voldemort. after that. Voldemort was Voldemort in the when 40s. school. 30s, 40s is when he went to school. He was he graduated in 45. You're, You're welcome.
4: Yeah, I don't know. Okay, so
2: he um, takes out the class roster and he shakes his long gray <laughs> hair out and his twisted and scarred face is showing. That's sad.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: He's been through a lot. And he called out the names of the students and his normal eye went down the list and then while he- that was happening, his magical eye goes to each student that answers. <laughs> Which
3: I
4: <laughs> just like... Yeah. It
3: makes it's me think so like of Tomatoa. Pick an eye, sweetheart. Pick an eye. I can't. <laughs> oh,
4: yeah, <laughs> yeah. I can't yeah. talk to
3: you when you won't focus on an
2: eye. Pick one. <laughs>
4: That's so funny. So awesome. Uh, shout out to Moana.
2: Oh, man. So I wanted to read this because it's a shout out to your boy, Katie. I've had a letter from Professor Lupin about this class. Seems oh, you've had a pretty thorough grounding in tackling dark creatures. You've covered boggarts, redcaps, hickey punks. Hinky pugs, excuse me. Grindylows, Kappas, and werewolves. Is that right? And they're like, yep, that's pretty right. So Moody says that the class is way behind, though, on dealing with curses. And that he has one year to do it. And Ron is like, what? You're not staying longer than that? No, because no one does. (laughs) Truth. So Moody's eye, like, spins around and it looks at Ron And Ron's like, oh, sorry, I said anything, because he's, like, freaked out. And he's like, you'll be Arthur Weasley's son, eh? Moody said. Your father got me out of a very tight corner a few days ago. Yeah, I'm just staying the one year. Special favor to Dumbledore. One year, and then back to my quiet retirement. He gave a harsh laugh, and then clapped his gnarled hands together. I think he gives a harsh laugh, because he's like, nope, I'm gonna kill this sucker. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I was gonna say, like, I wonder, I'm assuming, though, Moody um judy or judy. moody no real moody okay, okay. <laughs> like he must have said pre that like or i'm thinking he would have been like i'm only doing this for a year because otherwise like that would have screwed with judy's plans judy slash Voldemort's plan correct of like, yeah yeah you are gotta no. go in you're gonna stay for your year we're gonna kill the kid and get out <laughs>
2: yeah. and then we're gonna
1: <laughs> june you're gonna die right before your birthday
2: <laughs> what is the Grinch name? Grab a handful of popcorn shrimp and blow out of there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's my Voldemort voice now, guys. Oh, okay. You get in, you get out. You're done. Harriet is Voldemort?
3: Yeah, well, really. Harriet's
1: a little bit worse than that. Oh, oh Okay. okay not um,
2: worse but like worse voice. Yeah. Gotcha. She's worse than full.
1: <laughs> She's
2: umbridge. <on> <laughs> so basically they get right into the curses, but the ministry says, "No, thank you to teaching the curses, but <laughs> please to teaching countercurses." In the 6th year, they're deemed to be old enough to deal with the illegal dark curses. So, first of all, I found it interesting that the word dark is capitalized. Yeah. Mm. I, it always is. I even, enjoyed that though,
3: even in the first book. Mm-hmm. I remember Harry goes on this like little monologue with Harry and Hermione when they're talking about going in the trap door. Mm-hmm. I think, and he says, "I'll never go over to the dark side." Dark side, and that's yes. Capitalized both of them.
2: Dark, dark side. I so, heard they have cookies though. Well, I mean, and Darth they're Vader's. all burnt though.
1: But what well, is a Star Wars? Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Maybe we, we should ask Lady Supreme. <laughs> Supreme Lady Alana Rose. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh man. But Moody says that Dumbledore has a high opinion of the students, higher than the ministry, so they're going to be able to learn these things sooner. And I said, now, to me, this seems a little bit weird, but if it wasn't true, that info would get back to Dumbledore and he would stop this teaching, right? Or are the kids just too enthralled in it that they're like, well, of course he said it's okay, so of course it's okay with Dumbledore. I'm just wondering because it is a little... Strange.
1: Do you think that he wanted Judy wanted to teach it cuz he likes doing it? I mm, have a bit it. of a
2: theory on mm. it.
4: I think that <clears throat> I even if okay. so. Did you want to say it? Now I'm sorry I didn't mean to cut you off. It's coming up very soon. Okay. Um I think that even had even if that statement wasn't true, like mm-hmm. Dumbledore okayed it mm-hmm. and he did it. Like it wouldn't seem out of character to me, at least, that Moody would have done that. Okay, and then Dumbledore would have just been like, you know, don't do that again. He's only here for a year. Blah blah blah. Or like, and Dumbledore does <coughs> whatever. He wants, or even anyway. approach him and just be like, you know, don't do, don't teach that anymore. But to, like, it, to, what's to done answer, is right? done.
1: I think that Dumbledore would have allowed it because he's like, they need to learn. And the thing is, that he's and, and you see when Sirius is like, he's been kind of re- I think if we're Dumbledore's the doing same thing. what. Dumbledore's reading the signs, and he knows that it's going is, to come back. Yes, this is what. So he's going to let them learn, regardless yeah. what the ministry says, anyways. Okay. So, okay. Dumbledore is saying to Judy, "Hey, Judy Booty, you teach them all the dark stuff so they can defend themselves." Okay. Go. I'm I think that
4: him. this is pro- pretty similar to what Sarah's saying, but yeah. I think that this lesson is for the greater good. Mm-hmm. I think that I think that you know Dumbledore's endgame in these in this series is always you know the end right so he's thinking well to get there to achieve what needs to be achieved they need to be shown this whether being the trio hp yeah. Mm-hmm. I think specifically the trio as well, too, though. I agree. I agree. You I think, think the trio? Yeah. Because well,
1: I think he, he can, realizes, like I've always said, that they're b- stronger together. Correct. Yeah, and yeah. he
4: knows that. Correct. And he always tells Harry to share things with Her- with Hermione and Ron. True.
1: Yeah. Well, and I think okay. part of that, too, is like it's hard for you to keep all of that because that's a lot of hard information. So he's like, you have friends for a reason. So you
2: think he's thinking, like...
1: Um, These three need to know. Even
2: though it can't be the other two...
1: But they they're, could they're the, aid they're him. They're going to help him. Yes. Got you. I think without the two of them, he would not have succeeded. Well, no, no way. No. So.
4: No. Yeah. And I think that um, it would be weird for Dumbledore to pull them up into his office and be like, here, I want to show you what these do. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. to make it not feel weird, he incorporates this into lessons. And, you know, yeah, the others get to see it too. But in a way, they're kind of signing on for this war mm-hmm. as well. Well, they're going to have a choice. Yeah, They're they are, be- but at least they can be prepared this yes. way.
1: like here's all of the information. This is
4: what this war is going to look like. Yeah. These curses will be thrown at you. Are you okay with staying or are you not? Yeah. yeah. I okay. think that in Dumbledore's mind, everything that we see up until seven is done for a reason with a purpose. And he has a plan for Harry all six years. Yeah. Okay. okay. I don't know. Don't, don't end that with I don't know. Well, I don't. I mean, that's just my theory. Yeah, but stand see, firm I, on see, it.
1: This is and that's I my theory. And, and that's, that's the T.
2: And that's the T. There it is. All right, so I'm going to play off of that because I agree with you guys, but I also have some questions. Judy brings up a good point. If someone is going to battle you um, or attack you, it's not going to be in the proper dueling form like we learned in our second year. Um, those what? days are gone, and that reminds me of dueling back in the old days with the, the white glove and even the lines with the, the you know, uh, I'm thinking of Civil War. Yeah. yeah. Um, yes.
1: I was just going to say, and then they weren't. Yeah. wasn't it from there, it was like guerrilla-style warfare, and that's how it started to change, where they're like, they don't care. how yep. They're not going to stand no, in line and be like, let me reload my gun.
2: War is not proper. No. No. Um, it
1: progresses just like
4: everything else. Mm-hmm. Mm. Just like magic with time turners. We will get to that. <laughs>
2: oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Um, so the students do need to be prepared. Lavender was um, caught showing. I'm going to say this wrong, and you're going to laugh at me again. Parvati. Here you go. Thank yeah, you. That's right. Her completed horoscope under the desk and Moody's like, um, no. <laughs> <laughs> he sees that with his eye. Um,
1: Isn't it up through the back of his head? I yeah, think it's I through think the back so. of his head with Good. his magic on the yeah. desk. Yeah. <laughs> yes.
2: So which curses are most heavily punished by law? And so many hands went into the air. One of them was bronze. And so he brings up the Imperius curse. And let me also bring that up. If you go into Pottermore, it is um, under, it's not under Imperius, it's under Imperio. And it is one of the three unforgivable curses. It allows the caster to control another's actions. It has a small fact file. Incantation is Imperio purpose to make someone do exactly what you want and it says the imperious curse can be fought and i'll be teaching you how but it takes real strength of character and not everyone's got it better avoid being hit with it It says that's an alistair moody quote but isn't that a judy quote it is also with
4: constant vigilance
2: sorry pottermore you're wrong
4: (laughs) go ahead I have a question for you guys. What you think about this? Sure. Do you think also that Judy wanted to, ah! are you going to bring this up? Yes. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> 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 I don't have my notes up in front of me, so I'm just going off of, I love you though. Hang on to it.
1: Okay. We'll talk about it. That was on a bell. That was me clinking my cup <laughs> on accident.
2: Um, we know that um, Imperio was used also in the Deathly Hallows, and it says, act now, act now, whispered Griphook in Harry's ear, the Imperious Curse. And this is when they're g- breaking into Gringotts. I, I escaped yelp. from Gringotts. So did I.
1: <laughs> me too. Katie no. tried to illegally bring a wand. <laughs> <'cause laughs> they caught me. <laughs> Go ahead. The internet <laughs> <clears throat> is telling me that Imperiosis, Imperiosa... And some other word that has another word on top of it, so I can't read it. The definition is dictatorial. That's not a so word. So you can dictate um, what people do. <clears throat> Powerful. Love that. Domineering. Love it. Masterful. I like it. It's I like it a lot. Not That's, imperiosa. <laughs> <laughs> this is what the internet tells me. It could be wrong.
3: That's awesome. So, I mean, that makes sense, though. Well, like, think of the Imperial Army. Mm. Oh... oh.
1: I'll make a talking, man out of you. I was talking Star Wars. <laughs> oh yeah, that's too.
4: <laughs> we don't know what that is. Hold on. So yeah, so isn't the Imperial <laughs> Army?
3: Dark that's Vader like the that's, <laughs>
4: that's the Darth Vader people, right?
1: Yeah.
3: Meg, the Darth Vader people. What are they called?
4: <laughs> Ooh, ha, ha. Stormtroopers.
1: Stormtroopers. <laughs> Dark side.
4: Um, Shark bait. <laughs> okay, guys. I casually enjoy Star Wars. I'm not.
1: It is a Disney.
4: turdball. ball. It wasn't for many a years. Well, now it is.
2: All right. Um, so let's get into what I kept shouting, Meg, up about. <laughs> Sorry about the mic. When she growled. <laughs> I, I. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, Moody says that Arthur would know a lot about this curse because it gave the Ministry a lot of trouble at one time, and that would have been the first Wizarding War. Um, so Moody takes out three glass jars that contain three t- <laughs> black spiders, black,
1: there you oh, are. Don't you snap at me. Well, you're, I don't <laughs> have, a, oh, I do have. A Is back. that a snap back hat?
2: <laughs> no. It's
3: a, I don't, I don't a, know what that
1: means. It's
2: <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> Safe auto. Um, so he takes out these spiders and Ron basically like flips out. So here's my thing because we talked about Dumbledore being like yo it's cool for these curses to be taught teach these curses but I'm not exactly sure that my man was like hey teach these rather than said yeah it's okay if you do that because I think that Judy went in there and I think that the f- the plan um, to turn the cup into a port key wasn't formulated at this time I think that Judy was working on a way To to get get Harry out. So I think that this just happened to be perfect in teaching this to that class as fourth years rather than sixth years because he wanted to see if Harry could fight it because I think he was testing to see if he could use the Imperious Curse to get Harry out and use it on Harry.
1: I want to know, do you think he was testing him in general to see how strong, magically, Harry is? Yes. Mm That's why you're...
4: I have chills. I think it's it's a combination of that, and I think it's a combination of, did he want to use the Imperious Curse to make Harry win in the maze? Mm -hmm. Did he want to see if... Harry was capable of fighting it off, and if he mm-hmm. could like fully understand mm-hmm. how to fight it off, exactly, so that he could get that information back to Voldemort. Yeah, um, I, I think more than anything, this lesson was, was imperious above all of them because, uh, oh, like percent, everybody's going to feel pain no matter what. You can't fight that away, and obviously, nobody can fight the Avada Kedavra curse. But well, Harry uh, Potter, Potter can. So
2: well, Harry's <laughs> like, I'm the boy
1: lived. Twice. <laughs> yes, yeah. the one. that's me no but honestly
2: <laughs> this was a very nonchalant very under the radar way yep. for moody to go to dumbledore and say hey constant vigilance i want to teach these kids xyz fourth year should be able to learn this i bet three and down didn't um but probably four and up or i mean just to keep it normal, you know what I'm saying? You wouldn't just be like, okay, fourth year, then six and seven, or mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, You wouldn't skip five. So I bet that um he, he went to Dumbledore asking, not necessarily, well, I mean, he got permission because he brings up Dumbledore, and I don't think he would lie about that because it'd be too hard. But I think that this was definitely a lesson just in seeing if Harry was susceptible to the Imperious curse.
1: But yeah. I wonder if he showed all years but didn't have them go under but the Imperius curse. Do I, I, yeah.
4: I don't know if he would have shown all of them. It's a waste of time. I can because I would, to him It's the just number. funny to
2: me um thinking about uh a Barty Crouch and coming up with like lesson
4: plans. <laughs> 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 yeah.
2: Yeah. Are you proud of me now, father? Father <laughs> <laughs> That's the ton thing. (laughs) You're welcome. All right. So that's my take. Um, And I've got a few people agreeing with me and some patrons as well. Um, But it's a theory. So do what you will. It says, Dumbledore's got a higher opinion of you, of your nerves, rather. Sorry. He reckons you can cope. And I say, the sooner you know what you're up against, the better. And I probably was the argument he went into Dumbledore's office saying. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's probably, he was like, hey. Look, because he, he, he knows that Voldemort's coming back. I mean, he's Voldy baby right now. He's yeah. He's there. He's seen it. So he knows it's coming back. So he can be like, oh, I know you're reading signs, Dumbledore, because he knows that Dumbledore knows something's up. Yeah. Well,
1: and I don't think it took Dumbledore a lot of convincing. Heck well, no. He was like, I think it'd be good. And he'd be yeah, like, yeah, because he was probably like. In his
2: office. Okay, so how am I going to
1: get Harry? I think Voldemort's coming back on know. the 23rd of June. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's the actual date, people. Sorry, if that's confusing. And uh, you know what? I think Harry can learn some things from this uh, Judy guy. Oh, my God. Totes but goats, bro, is what he said to Moody. He told me. Yeah, portrait
2: All right, reports. so let's get into Imperio. Are you ready? Goff. <laughs> yeah the spider leapt from Moody's hand on a fine thread of silk and began to swing backward and forward as though on a trapeze. It stretched out its legs rigidly, then did a backflip, breaking the thread and landing on the desk where it began to cartwheel in circles. Moody jerked his wand and the spider rose onto two of its hind legs and went into what was unmistakably a tap dance. Mm-mm. Well, funny you laugh because everybody else did too.
1: <laughs> it <is> sad <laughs> I think, to think that's about funny. It. But he said... Sarah?
2: Think it's funny, do you? You'd like it, would you, if I did it to you? Total control. So the class immediately was like they stopped laughing. Because that in itself is terrifying.
4: Yeah. Reading this yourself and putting in pauses like in your head is one thing, but I have to give a shout out to Jim Shore reading Jim Dale. Who's a (laughs) shore? Jim Shore makes figurines. Jim Shore is is, a, yeah, he's an artist. Okay, well, whatever. Jim Dale. I like Jim Shore. Jim
1: Shore might read it too, and he probably pauses in great ways. You know, I heard Jim Halpert has his own, uh,
2: you know, I think I read that pretty well. Why don't
4: you give me a shout out? You did. I was gonna say your reading of it was very similar to Jim Dale's that's because reading. I'm a professional, <laughs> because and possibly Jim
1: Shores. We don't know. We don't know. <laughs>
4: because you know, like I mean, he he's reading the book, and you're you're getting the story. But then all of a sudden, it gets to this part, and like immediately, just from the tone of his voice, you can tell that like this is different. This is not. Mm-hmm. You know, as soon as he says, "Oh, you think that's funny," and all of a sudden, like you're it's like, almost as right. if you were laughing with the class, mm-hmm. and then he scolded you, and you're like, "Oh." You feel oh, no, ashamed. Yeah, you you're like, that's it. not yeah. funny. Yeah. Yeah. Especially, and then as it keeps going, you know, and I'm sure you're going to keep reading, but, you know, like he's going <laughs> to make the spider try to, well, he's going to say, well, what if I made it jump out the window? Why are you giving away my parts, man? It's just good. Thanks.
2: Let's go. Total control, said Judy. <laughs> 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 Quietly as the spider balled itself up and began to roll over and over. I could make it jump out of the window, drown itself, throw itself down one of your throats.
1: Oh, Ron shudders. As we all do. <laughs> yep.
2: So this is where we get a peek back. As he, knows, he knows what it was like in the First War. Years back, there were a lot of witches and wizards being controlled by the Imperius curse, said Moody, and Harry knew he was talking about the days in which Voldemort had been all-powerful. Some jobs... Some jobs. Some job for the ministry trying to sort out who was being forced to act and who was acting Mm -hmm. of their own free will. What a mess. The imperious curse can be fought, and I'll be teaching you how, but it takes real strength of character, and not everyone's got it. Better avoid being hit with it if you can.
1: Constant vigilance!
2: He barks. So... That spider caught a lucky break, went back into his little jar to live another day. Moody asks for another curse and... Mu- Kerch. <laughs> Welcome. A curse. And much to people's surprise, Neville puts his hand in the air.
1: This isn't herbology, guys. This breaks my heart.
2: So, Neville even looks surprised at himself. And Neville says, There's one. The Cruciatus curse. So, Moody looks um, at the class register and he knows that this is Neville Logbottom. He turned around he uses Engorgio on the next spider so that the students could see it better. Ron flips out again at the enlarged spider. And then, um, yeah, Meg's got her hand in the air.
4: Do you think it was necessary for him to make the spider larger?
1: Yeah. I think so everyone could see it.
4: I feel like it was intentional because he knew that that was Neville. And he mm-hmm. made it bigger because he's like, oh, this is Neville. Neville. Long bottom. I'm gonna show him what I did to his parents.
1: I mean, I I don't I don't think you're wrong.
4: No, but I, I also think
1: part right. of it too is like so everyone could see it. Yeah, because I think that's something that's um probably the most used between that and Imperio. You know, yeah, like that one you're gonna see it. Watch this animal be in pain because it could happen to you. But I also want to give a shout out to Matthew Lewis because this part of the movie is really good and makes me sad. It is. I don't remember. <clears throat> just the way he, like, delivers the line. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah. Because like, he, like, he stumbles. Like, he's, yeah,
1: he's like, stumbles over the words because, yeah, he knows. You know, that's how his parents were. And it's really sad why he knows. Yeah. Mm. So. So read some sad stuff from the chapter, Tiffany.
4: Can't do. All right. So, in Gorgio. And
2: then he just <laughs> says it. Crucio. And so at once the spider's legs bent in upon its body and it rolled over and began to twitch horribly, rocking from side to side. Side. No sound came from it, but Harry was sure that if, if, if he could have given voice, it would have been screaming. Moody did not remove his wand and the spider started to shudder and jerk more violently. So Hermione steps up and she screams, stop it. And so Harry looks around at her, um, but she's not looking at the spider. She's looking at Neville. And so Harry has to, like, follow her gaze. And Neville's hands are clenched upon the desk in front of him, and his knuckles are white, and his eyes are wide and horrified. And so Moody finally, like, raises his wand up, and it stops. And he says, "Reducio," so the spider shrinks back down. um, And that spider gets to live another day.
1: I wonder if this spell, like, not only does it cause pain, But you know when your muscles clench really tight, yeah. That's when I envision like your entire body is just one giant rigid muscle. Yeah. Which, (laughs) in and of itself, like when you're in pain, and I know it's like, and I because I used to work like in a recovery room for people after surgery, and they'd come out and they're like, you know, in pain. You just had surgery, and I'm like, I know it's hard to relax, but that's the best thing for you is trying to relax your muscles to help with the pain. So not only are you in pain in general because of this curse, but also all your muscles are tight as can be, and it's going to hurt worse. Yeah. It's just horrific. So it is, it really
2: is. Um, if you look crucio up on Pottermore, just as one of the three unforgivable curses, the cruciatus curse causes agonizing pain. The incantation is crucio and the purpose is to inflict excruciating pain on the recipient slash victim. I think that's pretty interesting to point it out. Um, Bellatrix is, s-
1: like, specific on this.
4: Loves this curse.
1: Yeah. Crucio means I torture. I like that. It's the, it's the Latin word I like that, but <laughs> for cross or crux. The verb, cruci... I can't see because my context messed up. Cruciari, mm-hmm. which means to crucify or torture. Mm-hmm. At least that's what the internet tells me.
2: And I like this that they pulled from um, Order of the Phoenix. You need to mean them, Potter. You really want to cause pain to enjoy it. Righteous anger won't hurt me for long. Bellatrix Lestrange. So Hermione stops the madness, and Neville, obviously, is very upset. So we know that... Neville's parents were tortured with this. And Moody I don't he, Judy, rather, says pain. You don't need thumbscrews or knives to torture someone mm. if you can perform the Cruciatus curse. That one was very popular once, too. Crazy. Yeah. So, um, Frank and Alice have profiles. Uh, Frank and Alice Longbottom have profiles on Pottermore, but they're pretty blah.
1: We don't know too much about them anyway.
2: The wand for Frank says, inherited by his son Neville was broken in battle at the Department of Mysteries. Um, We know his mother is Augusta Longbottom. He's an orror, or was an orror. Um, I believe they're part of the Sacred 28. Yes part of the sacred 28 um it's just not much yeah you know we know they're at saint mungo's um it's just not very much I which wish is we really more. sad yeah i mean yeah. i want to know what they did
4: <coughs> they were they were both orers, right mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah
2: and Alice's fact file is way smaller. It just says, Alice Longbottom skills or... Okay, she was more than that. <laughs> Thanks, Thanks, Joe. More. Yeah.
4: Well... Mother to Neville. Yeah. So...
2: <clears throat> thus ends the red.
1: She gives her son gum wrappers, doesn't she? When yeah, she does dribbles, yeah. So mm-hmm. there are um, theories that she has things <clears throat> written in them.
4: Yeah. Oh my God. Did you her. also hear about the theory how he went back before and he told her about how he wanted to propose to Hannah Abbott and then she calls him back and he's expecting another rapper but then it's her ring yes I've seen that why do you want to make me cry cry again (laughs) I'm sorry (laughs) it's so cute
1: (laughs) jeez I don't know what's with me today (laughs) I love that I love that little
4: like I don't know it's like gone around on tumblr and Uh, stuff
1: tumblr Tumblr. gosh guys my ears were like long
4: all right, it well, we, do we want to talk about the kill and curse? Kill and curse. <laughs> kill me
1: because I can't stop crying. Uh,
4: all right, so. Um,
1: Everyone does that. All right, so, so it's my part. We all
4: do. Yeah, sorry. Um, yeah, You're know. <laughs> <All right, laughs> not so. going to be able to do
1: it. <laughs> I tried really hard with my summary to not. It's hard. It. it is very hard.
4: Moody asks for the final one, is and it, Hermione or was is, it Judy. is. Judy. It's Judy asks for the final one, and Hermione is actually scared to answer, but she puts her hand up and says that the final unforgivable is Avada Kedavra. Um, I think that this is massive foreshadowing here. We already know what the killing curse is, but this is us mm-hmm. like hearing it for the first time, seeing it, really, for the first time as well. And Harry will see it for the first time this year, too, on a human instead of right now. I
1: have a question. Well, the first time he remembers it. Right.
4: I have a question.
1: We may have an answer.
4: If the killing curse basically
2: snuffs you out, why does Lily have an opportunity to scream?
4: I sh- I think that the screaming he hears is bef- That's not what
1: the well because he kept. Captain- I mean, well, Voldemort really? like gave her a chance to get yeah, out. of Yeah, I it. know, but she was talk-
2: She was pleading with him rather than just screaming.
4: I win. I feel like it's her, like, I mean, you, final I, blow yeah, to know. Gonna, I don't, I no. knew,
1: okay, well, I just think that she knew it was coming and she was going to scream anyways because she probably didn't realize that her son was going to survive.
4: Right. So she, it's almost She's like her way of mourning him. Harry her, her already.
1: Grief, yeah. yeah. That's sad. for Harry.
4: She has no idea that, um, that what she is doing right now is going to protect Harry. Mm-hmm. You know, like she has no clue that's about to happen. How do you know she doesn't know? Because otherwise she wouldn't have. She would have given her life. Well, yeah, I know. No, I'm not saying she wouldn't have done it. I'm saying she wouldn't be as scared to do it. Because I think a lot of her, a lot of her fear, obviously was her losing her own life, but more so, mm-hmm. I think it was her son losing his life. Well, in the pain of losing her husband, exactly. Yes. So I, I think can't talk about this. It's really why did sad. anybody bring that up? Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> All right, <laughs> so, so we know that we that Harry has seen the Killing Curse before, at least like in a very faded memory from when he's a baby. Um, but him being taught this right now yes we know you know we've talked about it endlessly already with Tiffany's part about why these are being shown to them but I think as well that it's just Joe's way of foreshadowing the end of the book because Harry is going to see Cedric get killed with it for like in front of his own eyes old enough to remember it for real
1: kill (sighs) despair unfortunately
4: so Avada Kedavra has its own fact file on Pottermore (laughs) it does (laughs) (laughs) It says it's a powerful curse which instantly kills the victim. Um, Its purpose is instant death. And there is, well, this is a little quote from this chapter. It says Harry looked around from the looks on everyone's faces. He guessed they were all wondering what was going to happen to the last spider. This isn't a good topic for her. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, Hi, Oana. Hey.
1: Say hello, Swishers. Oh, <laughs> oh, we were so oh cute. Hello. hello, hi, sweepy. All right, we got a podcast. You' gonna help us, okay? All right, I'll send you these pictures because she's too cute for words.
4: <laughs> all right, all right. So I found. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right, so. <sighs>
4: Uh, I found another article on Pottermore called What is the Worst Spell from the Wizarding World, which is pretty interesting because it starts here saying, some would say, (laughs) (laughs) is that what they say? Is that what they say?
2: You you keep going. She's She's like, like, whoa, that
4: that came out of me. (laughs) Uh, some would say there's no spell worse than Avada Kedavra, the killing curse that Voldemort used so indiscriminately, but it's definitely not the Wizarding World's only unforgivable curse. And beyond those three, there are other types of magic that arguably do more harm than anything else. So what is the worst thing a witch or wizard could cast? Let's take a look. I'm just going to skim this because it's pretty long, but there's just some interesting things in it. So one of, one of the things they bring up is um, Legilimens. So it's an unpleasantly intrusive spell, um, that has means to access another person's thoughts and memories. So, some people think that that's a pretty bad one. Also, we have Imperio, obviously, which we just talked about, Avada Kadabra, Sectum yeah. Sempra. Ooh, that um, one's tough. Yeah. Um, wrote, Sounds great. <laughs> it's <laughs> written, <something you> <laughs> written for enemies in the Half Blood Prince's textbook, um, Crucio, and Creating a Horcrux. So there's plenty of other super dark magic out there besides the unforgivables that we can't forget about. Imagine the stuff we don't even know. I know. Um, That's what you are. I would say that's what they are because they're spells. That's what they are. So Harry feels a sense of foreboding as Moody prepares to kill the spider, and I was going to read from the chapter. Moody raised his wand, and Harry felt a sudden thrill of foreboding a sudden thrill. So right now I think he's not really come to terms with what he's about to see in a way. Well mm. sometimes
3: a thrill when I think of it, I think of that that chilling bucket of mm. ice that True. drops in your stomach when you like you know something bad's gonna happen. True. But I yeah. wonder if he is like oh, what's it you know, like excited to like, like, like see this. And then he sees
4: it and he's like And oh. then it hits him what he's seeing. Yeah, I wonder yeah. which well, one it is. I
1: wonder if it's like kind of like in the last book when His memory, like when he he wants to be by the dementors because that's the only time he gets to hear his parents, or you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, that was the first time he hasn't heard them. So, like, I wonder if that's that feeling where he's like, True, a little bit more of a connection to his parents, as sad as it is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
4: (laughs) Um, it says there was a flash of blinding green light and a rushing sound as though,
2: (laughs) Miss Green,
4: as though. A vast, invisible something was soaring through the air. Instantaneously, the spider rolled over onto its back, unmarked, but unmistakably dead. Several of the students stifled cries. Ron had thrown himself backward and almost toppled off his seat as the spider skidded toward him. I like how that's what Ron's worried about, that the dead he just, spider he just is. Like
2: progressively gets further and further away. <laughs> yeah. With each Until he's out the
4: door. Yeah, <laughs> it would, pretty much. It would freak me out. Oh, yeah. yeah. Moody swept the dead spider off the desk onto the floor. Not nice, he said calmly. Not pleasant. And there's no counter curse. There's no blocking it. Only one known person has ever survived it. And he's sitting right in front of me.
1: Another Ooh. thing I really like from it's the movie that Brendan Gleason does a great job here. Like, I yes. love this scene because he, like, the way his voice is and how he says it. And he's sitting here in this room. Like, you know what I mean? So- yeah. yeah. Yeah.
4: Did you like it too, Alana?
2: She's licking the recap hat.
4: Yeah, I I never really thought about or realized that this was the first time Harry is seeing a vis- visualization of how his parents mm-hmm. died. And that's why he can't tear
2: his eyes away. You know right, what I mean?
4: Because he's heard it. He's seen the green light, but he's never seen the outcome of what that spell does. And
2: he's someone that has to be in the know. Well, do right. we
1: want to... Correlate that to we curse child. Like he's there. He's like, yeah. He's like, you yeah. don't have to look. And he's like, no, I have to. Right. Like, I can't, I can't not look
4: guys. Right. It's just sickening. <sighs> My heart. It is. Oh, um, I had another little read from chapter. So that was how his parents had died. Exactly. Like that spider. Had they been unblemished and unmarked too? Had they simply seen the flash of green light and heard the rush of speeding death before life was wiped from their bodies Harry had been picturing his parents' deaths over and over again for three years now, ever since he'd found out they had been murdered, ever since he'd found out what had happened that night. Wormtail had betrayed his parents' whereabouts to Voldemort, who had come to find them at their cottage. How Voldemort had killed Harry's father first. How James Potter had tried to hold him off while he shouted at his wife to take Harry and run. Voldemort had advanced on Lily Potter, told her to move aside so that he could kill Harry. How she had begged him to kill her instead, refused to stop shielding her son, and so Voldemort had murdered her too before turning his wand on Harry. Harry knew these details because he had heard his parents' voices when he had fought the Dementors last year, for that was the terrible power of the Dementors, to force their victims to relive the worst memories of their lives and drown powerless in their own despair. Moody was speaking again from a great distance, it seemed to Harry. With a massive effort, he pulled himself back to the present and listened to
1: what Moody was saying. Judy.
2: Judy.
1: <laughs> just You're
0: right the you just- <laughs>
1: That's so sad. Like, I never yeah. realized, even though I reread this chapter like twice already, just this time, yeah. that three years yeah. that he's been like reliving that his mm-hmm. worst mm-hmm. day ever. Right. It's yeah. horrific and it makes me want to cry.
4: Because before that, he had really no idea how it happened. I mean,. He just envisioned a car crash, which, mm-hmm. you know. Well, he remembered the green light, too. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, the green light. Yeah, that was the
2: first thing.
4: So Judy explains to them that you need to feel it in order for it to work. So he said that the class could all point their wands at him right at that moment and say the words of kadabra But he wouldn't get killed. He probably would barely get a scratch on him. And this is the case for all of the unforgivables. You have to mean them whenever you use them.
2: I like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, because when else with magic do we know that you have to lock a feeling to something? Patronus. mm Yeah. Unforgivable curses. Is there any more? Are there any more that I'm not
4: getting? Well, in Lupin, I don't think so, but Lupin says how difficult that spell is because there's meaning behind it. So it's... It's re- it's not refreshing, but like it's nice to know that these spells aren't just like you know willy nilly like Akio yeah. or something like that. Yeah, where you just say it and it happens. You have to actually have meaning behind this. So, right.
2: so you can't just have
4: kids be like
2: <laughs> take a motto, take a
4: motto, mom a <laughs> and dad's wand when they're you know little and just like
1: which is refreshing because you hear stories of like real time life where unfortunately kids get a hold of things like guns mm-hmm. and yeah, and replace the wand with a
4: gun because wands honestly are just as dangerous. Mm-hmm.
3: Oh, yeah. More. I'd say yeah. more. Yeah. But yeah, that's
4: a fair point. Uh, Judy tells us that he isn't here to teach them how to do it. He's here to show them because they have to know. Yeah. They need to appreciate what the worst is. You don't want to find yourself in a situation where you're facing it. Constant vigilance. <laughs> so we find <laughs> out that using any of those three curses would land a human a life sentence in Azkaban. And when they left the classroom, Harry could hear everyone discussing it like it was a show. But Harry did not find it entertaining at all. And I think refreshing for Harry, neither had Hermione. Mm -hmm. So he wasn't alone in these feelings when he was exiting the classroom. Um, Hermione was focused on Neville. He looked horrified, wide-eyed, and was staring at a stone wall. And he clearly had something on his mind. So, Judy comes toward them and offers Neville a cup of tea. He seems to have frightened Neville more. Can you blame the kid for being scared? No. Um, Also, it's sort of bone-chilling here to think that the man who tortured his parents is going to try to console him. Tortured and
3: killed. Who Mm. else, though? Not killed. killed. That was so stupid. Sorry.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Tortured. Hold on, it was like, what (laughs) just (laughs) happened? It wasn't just him. No,
4: Bellatrix. Is no, what him and Yeah. Bellatrix. But it just like, to me, just thinking like, because we know this information now, it's like, hold on. Because, you know, reading it the first time, I'm just like, oh, obviously the first time we're reading this, we don't know who Moody is. We think he's legitimately Moody. So we're like, oh, well, it's nice of him to console him. But like, just think of how sick it is mm-hmm. that this is the mm-hmm. man that actually tortured Alice and Frank right. and he's going up to Neville saying, come have a cup of tea and he's going to try to console him. I wonder like, if no. he
1: like gets his rocks off by that. You know what I mean? Like he enjoys that. Probably. Oh, I'm sure. Like, yeah. Cause I, I mean, I wonder, does Neville individual. like confide in him and say, like say how mm-hmm. his parents are still, I don't know. That's just sad and sick. And, ugh. Yeah. and then, uh, Judy, I forgot what we
4: were calling him. <laughs> Then says, it seems harsh, maybe, but you've got to know. And at this point when I was doing my notes, I was still kind of questioning it, like, did they need to see that? But, like, yeah, I think that, I think they did. And unfortunately, in any other situation, they should have seen it and learned it later. But because of circumstances, it is what it is.
1: And I think, too, like, because we know that the books are getting darker and everything, They're going to see it, so why not the first time seeing it in, like, a controlled way in a classroom with spiders and not real people yet?
2: (laughs) She just, like, ate my mic. What are you doing? This is a serious conversation.
4: And then lastly, Ron seems somewhat interested in the lesson, saying Fred and George were right. He really knows his stuff, but he does see Harry's face and goes pretty quiet. After that,
2: yeah. I mean, it's a learning—it's a learning experience mm-hmm. for him. Oh yeah, being uh, showing empathy when you just recognizing that you need to show yeah, empathy.
1: Yeah. Well, because he's never been exposed to that yet.
2: Yeah. And we can't fault him. Yeah. We can't. I mean, no. You can't.
1: Ron does learn. He may yeah.
2: be
4: super naive right now, and at times can seem a little daft, but he comes around <laughs> and he learns from. He does. He well, learns he, from his mistakes.
1: Let's talk about him for just a second because all I want to say is I love him. Me too. He's probably, he's my favorite trio member. Same. And my thing is like, yes, no one in this book is perfect, in any of them, but he like, when people like give him grief and say like he was to this and to that for Hermione or just in general, he's a kid, you have to remember this. So he it's going to take him time to grow up and mature and do all of those things and Learn.
3: I mean, how many people all of did them. you know growing up? Like, that? you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, he's a kid, yeah, like you mm-hmm. said, he's a kid. He's a 14 year old, yeah. you know, new That's teenager. True. I
2: am completely different yeah. than even when I was in high school. Yeah, yeah. I think we all are. Being yeah. exposed to new things. Yeah. Sarah
4: and I met whenever. You know, at this time in the trio's lives, and we were very different. I love how you're
1: like Sarah and I met. Like, uh, yeah, we were in high school. Yeah, we were young. We known each other. No, I'm just saying, like, we
4: were 14. You know, like, just like, no, because it was. I was 15. You were 15. I was 14. Um, but like,
1: so roughly this.
4: (laughs) Yeah, it's just like we're at the same because Hermione is 15 here. Is she? Is it the
1: end of September? No.
4: All right. Get Whatever. It. I'm just Get saying her birthday's
1: September 19th, but close, yes. <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: sound like me. <laughs> You're Tiffany.
4: <laughs> but it's just, you know, like think about think about what we were like whenever we met and like right now how the trio is and think about how the trio will be at the end of the series and how we were as seniors, like totally different people. Yeah.
1: You were a totally different person three months later <laughs> <laughs> Our sophomore year. It's cause I got cool. Okay.
4: <laughs> I did. Did you? Yeah. Okay. Dyed my hair black. Well, red. Black, Chopped it off. Black. All
1: right. Yeah, she was very preppy freshman year and then like sophomore year. The best part was we took French together, but it was French one, so we were with a bunch of freshmen. And someone was like, Are you guys best friends? We looked at each other, and we're like, uh no. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> The same we asked our French teacher how you would say um, I believe that is my stapler <laughs> do you have my stapler or something like that whatever that line is in From French my... and then I put it in my AIM uh, profile I believe you have my stapler yeah we, I had that in French in my on my AIM profile
4: I believe I did as well
1: oh are we ready for the um uh, the ads yeah do you want to read it attention dear swishers adventure is out there Why settle for ordinary chain store coffee when you can have an adventure in every cup with Expedition Roasters, artisanal roasters of pop culture coffees. Now you can experience a little theme park magic every day at your own home. Can you believe that? I can. (laughs) Each themed bag features custom artwork by guest artists that make it perfect for displaying in your kitchen or office legitimately beautiful bags. Um, and they also have teas now Try one of our premium wizarding roasts Like book smart blueberry Charming <laughs> chocolate cherry Chevy c- Cunning caramel crunch, crunch Or big hearted butterscotch. butterscotch Those last two are my favorites So good
4: The first two are my favorites um,
1: And I, I can't like read the rest of this Because my contact is blurry All of their True. coffees are certified gluten and allergen free So start your coffee adventure today At expeditionroasters.com and use coupon code SwishFlick15 to save fifteen percent off your first purchase. Brew your happy place. They also have mugs. They also have coffee like spoons. Scoops. Is that what scoops spoons? I'm Other sorry. Fun things. She's like. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> it probably sounds awful. <laughs> Stop. We pay? Piglet. Let's learn about Audible. Audible. Today's show is brought to you by Audible. Audible's offering our listeners a free audiobook with a 30-day trial membership. Just go to audibletrial.com forward slash swishflickcast and browse the selection of audio programs, download a free title, and start listening. It's really that easy, so go to audible.com slash swishflickcast to get started today. Why Audible? Audible content includes an unmatched selection of audiobooks, original audio shows, news, comedy, and more from the leading audiobook publishers, broadcasters, and entertainers. You can get all seven of the Harry Potter books, Fantastic Beasts, Quidditch Through the Ages, History of Magic, and a behind-the-scenes audiobook with Dan Fogler on Crimes of Grindelwald. I listen to all the Harry Potter audiobooks on Audible on my long drives to and from work. And when you sign up, you get one audiobook for free, so you can pick whichever book you'd like. Just go to audibletrial.com forward slash cast to download your free audiobook today. (laughs) What did she
1: do? (laughs) She just hit me in the face. <laughs>
2: There's some baby crime
1: going on. <laughs> She's cute. I'll allow it.
2: Okay. All right.
3: Back to our regularly broadcast program. This is Harry Potter. Uh-huh. Harry and Ron head back to the Gryffindor common room, and they decide that they had better get their divination homework done. And Ron's probably, I think he suggests it, and he's probably just trying to find something... Other than what he just realized Harry's going through to discuss, you know? Yeah, yeah. totally
2: getting him off topic. Yeah. You've got to be thinking about something else.
3: Yeah. So they find Neville alone in their dorm. <laughs>
4: <laughs> and he does She seem doesn't like, like that they're cheating on their homework. <laughs> <laughs> hey, <laughs> we're not to that
3: part yet. <laughs> um, he does seem to be doing a lot better. He had tea with Judy. Yeah! <laughs> And Judy lent him a book, Magical Water Plants of the Mediterranean. Hint, hint, Mr. Potter. Yep. Yeah. So in the movie, this book's role is replaced by Magical Water Plants of the Highland Locks. I don't really know why they Island. do small things like that and just like change a book title when you could just keep it the same. That I means that understand. Gillywater is
4: from the lakes of Scotland. I just got that. Duh.
3: Well, I don't know because the book what? the book in the in the book is from the Mediterranean. Oh, not never from mind. While
4: well, <laughs> in, in the movie it's from Scotland. <laughs> <laughs>
3: um, but apparently Professor Sprout told Judy that Neville was very good at herbology, and he tells Harry and Ron this with a faint note of pride in his voice that Harry had rarely ever heard. In his voice before Aww. so finally Neville has some grounds to be proud of something so good for him yeah um, and this is a quote from the book but Harry's thinking telling Neville what Professor Sprout had said Harry thought had been a very tactful way of cheering Neville up for Neville very rarely heard that he was good at anything it was the sort of thing Professor Lupin would have done oh yeah yeah for yeah. sure <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, Lana. We're going to we're gonna have to send her upstairs. She, <laughs> no, it's she's, cute. She's not a fan of Lupin, I guess. Uh, oh, oh Lana. Who's your favorite defense against the dark He drove that went far away? Is it Judy? <laughs> Say nothing if you like Judy. Oh, no. <laughs>
3: <laughs> All right, so Harry and Ron set up in the common room to do their divination homework. And after an hour, they had literally made no progress <laughs> sounds like me when i really don't want to start something
2: yep <laughs>
3: i remember i remember sometime in college i was like i found this post on facebook but i i did and i was like oh i have this paper due tomorrow i have my name at the top i <laughs> was like it <laughs> um so uh harry mentions his brain feels as fogged as though he were sitting in trelawney's classroom yeah. harry i feel you yep Ron suggests it's time to go back to the old divination standby. I love this. This Make r- I it up. loved.
2: Wasn't I like pointing this out to you? I was like, I mm-hmm. love this.
3: It's so good. So I'm just gonna read it from the book because it's just too good not to. Next Monday, he said as he scribbled, "I am likely to develop a cough owing to the unlucky <laughs> conjunction of Mars and Jupiter." He looked up at Harry. You know her. Hi. Just put in loads of misery. She'll lap it up. <laughs> <laughs> right, said Harry, crumpling so up his first true. attempt and lobbing it over the heads of a group of chattering first years into the fire. Okay, on Monday, I'll be in danger of burns. <laughs> yeah, you will be, said Ron darkly. We're seeing the Scruts again on Monday. Okay, Tuesday, I'll He's a seer. lose <laughs> a treasured possession, <laughs> said Harry, who was flicking through and fogging the future for ideas. Good one, said Ron, copying it down because of uh, mercury. Why don't you get stabbed <laughs> in the back by someone you thought was a friend? Yeah, cool, said Harry, scribbling it down, because Venus is in the 12th house. And on Wednesday, I think I'll come off worse in a fight. Uh, I was going to have a fight. Okay, I'll lose a bet. Yeah, (laughs) you'll be betting I'll win my fight. (laughs) (laughs) So they keep making up predictions, which grew steadily more tragic, of course, for about another hour while the common room slowly started to empty as people went to bed. And I have to point this out because it's a cat. And I like the description. So Crookshanks wandered over to them, leapt lightly into an empty chair, and stared inscrutably at Harry, rather as Hermione might look if she knew they weren't doing their homework properly.
2: (laughs) She knew. Oh, yeah. I mean, he knew. Oh, yeah. Sorry, my bad. For sure.
3: Uh, Harry notices Fred and George. They're acting strange again. They're sitting alone in a corner again, heads together, quills out. They're pouring over a piece of parchment. Um, And that's really unusual, because they're normally like, the center of it all, right? Uh, so there's something secretive about the way they're working on it, and Harry thinks about how they look like this at the borough. At that time, he thought it was just another Weasley's Wizard Wheezes order form, but it didn't look like that this time. And if it was, like, surely Lee Jordan would be in on the joke. And he's wondering if it has something to do with the Triwizard Tournament. No, mm. you're wrong. It has nothing to do with any of those things. But
1: those are, like, really good guesses. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> You know Fred and George. Do we want to talk about the fact that, like... What they're doing. They kind of got the stuff right.
3: Oh, yeah. I was going to say, I was going to say, I I will try to pay attention and see if these things happen. But then Sarah was like, no, they do all
1: happen. (laughs) Do you have like a thing? There's a bolt article. Someone knows really itches. Do it. Three amazing moments of foreshadowing and Goblet of Fire. They inadvertently foretell the dangers Harry will face throughout the tournament because he's, like, in danger of burns. Right, dragon. dragon. Yeah. He later says, lose a treasured possession, Ron. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then he's stabbed in the back by someone he thought was a friend, Mad-Eye Moody slash Barty Crouch Jr. before coming off the worst in a duel or fight, his duel with Voldemort. Because
4: he lost Cedric. Harry's yeah. really good at divination,
2: guys. Literally. <laughs> get out of my house. <laughs> Harry's a seer. <laughs> You're a seer, Harry. Mm-hmm. I win. I got all those
4: trophies. He's
2: totally a seer.
4: (laughs) (laughs) And I have to, well, you guys already know if you've listened to all the episodes in order before listening to this, but like Curse Child solidified that for me hardcore. It's so good, guys. You're
1: welcome. He's a seer. We need to put
3: that on a shirt. You're (laughs) You're a a seer, seer, Harry. Harry. Can we? Sure. Just for you. All right, and lastly, Harry watches and then hears Fred say quietly to George, no, that sounds like we're accusing him. Got to be careful. And George notices Harry looking at him, and Harry does like what I've done so many times in my life when you're caught looking at somebody Mm -hmm. and you smile real quick and look away. I Um,
2: do that all the time. And here's the thing, I thought about it today. So I... Go to the bathroom a million times a day because I try to drink a gallon of water every day. As a teacher, that is no easy task. So I see the same people in their offices, and I like walk by every time, and I'm like awkward smiles, <laughs> so, like you can't say hi to them every time, right? To the- <laughs> <laughs> so, but like a lot of people will like actively like not look at people, and I'm like just uh, it's awkward. I know.
3: I'm just wrapping it up shortly after. The twins head up, up, head up to bed. That's it. They notice Harry uh, eavesdropping. Katie, it I'm out of there! No, you're fine.
1: I'm
4: fine.
1: You should apologize to me. No, just kidding, because she's literally the cutest thing oh. I've ever seen.
4: I want to point out that Vinny said also stab in the back could have also potentially been Ron being mm-hmm. jealous of him being a champion. Mm-hmm.
1: Correct.
2: I agree. Yeah. yeah. Um, and even though he's... Not controlling himself, I it makes me just think of crumb in the maze, yeah, yeah, like yeah, almost yeah. like he'll go to get him. I don't know, but, but he didn't really like crumb, got other people stabbing him back. that you know would what be I mean? Three Attacking. people,
1: I don't know, no, not crumb at all.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I missing? take it back. Wait, hit the bell again and see what she does. <gasps> Where was that from, babe? Guys, oh. we have something to tell you. I don't know if you guys know this, but Alana's training to become the permanent Ravenclaw host. <laughs> <laughs> Want to read my section? I don't know how to read yet. I can't even really talk. All right. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> Herm- Hermione is uh, back on the scene, and she's got something to tell her boys. So she's just finished what she was working on, and so has Ron. So she obviously has to look over his work. And so she goes, uh, not going to have a very good month, are you? And he's like, well, at least I'm forewarned. <laughs> She's like, you seem to be drowning twice. He's like, oh, am I? I'd better change one of them to getting trampled by, trampled by a rampaging hippogriff. And so Hermione is like, uh, you don't think it's going to be obvious y'all made this stuff up? And Ron is mock outraged. She's like, whoa, lady, no. Nah. I've been working like a house elf.
0: Wrong thing whoa. to
1: say. And I wrote... Wrong person to say that to, Ron. You should know this by now. So he finishes predictions with his death by decapitation and asks Hermione (laughs) about the box that she has. So there are about 50 badges inside, all different colors, and they all have the same letters. Spew. But really it's S-P-E-W. So what is spew? And she's like, not spew, but S-P-E-W. Spew is what I did on the forbidden journey. (laughs) (laughs) So it's a society for the... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> society for the promotion of elfish welfare so no one has heard of it because hermione just started it and they will have three members if her best friends join her hey, be in my club <laughs> and so hermione wants ron and harry to wear the buttons that say spew and then she, they're like do you think that they want to walk around with them that's a hard no and then she's she's very mad. She's like, S-P-E-W. She's like, I was going to put stop the outrageous abuse of our <laughs> fellow magical <mental laughs> creatures and campaign for a change in their legal status, but it wouldn't fit it. So uh, that's the heading of her manifesto. And I said, I like a manifesto. Let's put it to the testo. <laughs> what? It's from a song. Oh, I like my- a manifesto. Put it to the testo. I All love right.
4: Hermione here. I really do. Oh, excuse you. She just reminds me of me, and it makes me smile. Oh my gosh!
1: (laughs) Yeah, she tried to make me be a vegetarian in high school, and I was like, "We already went over this. We're not doing it again." No, all I'm saying is she. I did not before say that she tried to make me. Obviously, I did not. I just
4: suggested it to you. you. Strongly
1: suggested it. I suggest. Thank you, Tiffany. Thank you. What? Proving my point. You can't. Force people to do something.
2: What do I say to the kids at school? I say, You control you.
1: So she's been researching how the enslavement goes back centuries, and she's shocked that no one has done anything about it yet. I said, I wonder if anyone else has tried. Newt, maybe, was what I was thinking, tried like um, doing anything about the house elves. Because mm-hmm. he's the uh, first person that came to mind thinking about it.
2: But I wonder, well, I because wonder. Uh, well, think of all the quote, like seasoned people in the Wizarding World, like think mm-hmm. of nearly headless Nick's reaction. They yeah, don't want, you know, and I wonder if Newt takes that same stance.
1: I don't think he would because he, nobody wanted to like talk about creatures and care about them. You know what I mean? I just wonder. I don't know. I would say that he was more Hermione-like in that aspect than Nearly Headless Nick. Okay.
2: <laughs> 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 I would love to find out though. Like I want to know what he thinks.
1: Yes, I agree. Dear Joe.
2: Right. Do- well, no. We'll
1: just call her <laughs> Newt. Newt. <laughs> Did you get better? Like oh, that is getting so old for yes. people. I bet. So um, Ron tell tries to tell Hermione that the house elves like being enslaved, um, but like I doubt they all love it. I mean, example is Dobby. You know, he is very happy to be freed, but also he comes from a bad house, right? Like I, I'm sure that there's houses that are examples of <laughs> of good families and even Hogwarts. Like I think that's like a good haven for a lot of them good, bad, ugly that have come from all these things, you know what I mean? But Hermione ignores him and then she like tries even talking louder. And so she's like, here are some of our goals. So secure elves fair wages and working conditions. Change the law about non-wand use. Get an elf into the Department for the Regulation and Control of Magical Creatures. They're very under um, represented. And I think that's a very good idea because I think that in any situation you need people from... For the cause that like directly affects them. Realistically, this would not directly affect Hermione, but would right. it directly affect the households. They should be in there. They should be at the table having that conversation with the rest of them. Mm-hmm. And so <clears throat> they will accomplish these things by recruiting members. She wants members to pay two sickles to join, and that gets them a badge, and the proceeds can go to the leaflet campaign. So, Ron, you're the treasurer, and Harry, you're the secretary. Um, And she wants him to start recording their first meeting, which is right now. She's like, "You should probably be taking notes, right? (laughs) Expecting him to like, you know, do it. Like, why aren't you writing them? Why haven't you been writing everything down?
2: uh, This, is Megan. (laughs) What? I could see you doing that. Yeah, probably.
1: (laughs) And I would be them being like, "Mm mm-hmm, sure. Not writing anything. Sarah's (laughs) like, sure. Yeah. Give me the money. I'll be the (laughs) treasurer. So Hermione pauses. And then Harry and Ron really didn't know what to say. Like, what to do, but they're saved. Thank gosh by the bird. Hedwig, baby, she's back. Cuckaw! <laughs> from Sirius. <So, here>, yes. <laughs> <laughs> she finally has an answer from Sirius, and it says, and I quote from the book, Harry. I'm flying north immediately. This news is about your scar is the latest in a series of strange rumors that have reached me here. If it hurts again, go straight to Dumbledore. They're saying he's got Mad-Eye out of retirement, which means he's reading the signs, even if no one else is. Ooh, I'll be in touch soon. My best to Ron and Hermione. Keep your eyes open, Harry. Do you think the ceiling of Hogwarts was the sign? Yeah,
2: I think those. T- no, but I know we talked about it, and I said that he was looking up at the ceiling, and he had like this look on his face, and I was like, he knows what's up. But I'm just wondering if that ceiling, if Hogwarts always has like a sign in their ce- like about like the war mm. or uh, about like I guess uh, evil or something coming. Like I Happenings. wonder if it was like that in the first Wizarding War, and I wonder if it was like that for like maybe even Grindelwald, like back in the day. I mean, Hogwarts literally. It's living, it breathes magic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so do you think? Oh, I'm sure I could do you I'm think I'm that's a literal sign?
1: She is so excited. I she's know, slamming her hands on the table. Like I know
2: it reflects the weather and whatever, but it seemed to be oh. different that day. You know what oh. I'm saying? Hedwig
1: is back. Back again. <laughs> <laughs> Sirius is coming back, and there are signs Dumbledore is reading. Um, so uh, Harry is not happy to say the least that Sirius is coming back. He thinks he shouldn't have said anything to him. He doesn't want Sirius to get caught. Coming back because he thinks I'm in trouble and there's nothing wrong with me. That's not true, Harry. So uh, Hedwig is mad that Harry basically shoos her away because he doesn't have anything for her and tells her to go to the Owlery if he wants she wants food.
3: He is kind of snappy. With
1: he, I would agree. So I don't blame lovely little Hedwig mm-hmm. for having an attitude because he was... Very short with him. Her, what is wrong with me? So uh, and I wanted to read this from the book because I thought it was funny. Hedwig gave him an extremely offended look and took off for the open window, cuffing him around the head <laughs> with her outstretched <laughs> wing as she went.
3: Yeah, Hedwig.
1: <laughs> so Harry goes to bed and he thinks about how it will be his fault if Sirius gets caught because he is coming back for Harry. So his scar isn't hurting that much. So Ron comes up to bed, but they don't really talk at all. Um, and then, I wish Tiffany was here for this, <laughs> because it's so sad. So he realizes, because he can't sleep, um, that he also can't hear or doesn't hear Neville's snores. So he must not be the only one who can't sleep that night. So That's like so it shows sad. you how much that class and probably the conversation afterwards affected yeah. Neville.
3: Even though he seemed better later. I mean, like, mm-hmm. have you ever just you're distracted by things all day mm-hmm. and then as soon as it's quiet or you're on your own like maybe something that was bothering you like will That's just come seeping back about. in your head and you can't yeah. stop it.
1: And I I know with me and like my anxiety mm-hmm. every like I'll replay the entire day in my head when I'm like in bed. So like I'll go over all the things that like I wish I didn't I wish I hadn't done this and I wish this was different or days that like were fine days and I wasn't anxious or anything. I do think about things that happened in the past like so i'm sure neville's sitting there thinking about his parents and how he wished he could have done something or wish they had done something different or just wished things were different
3: <laughs> it's the best when your brain's like hey remember the thing you did five years yeah. ago that was really embarrassing it's- that nobody cared about you should care about yep. it right now gosh anxiety sucks man Yup. anyone out there we feel
1: you yeah unfortunately i'm sorry for you i'm sorry for me mm-hmm. sorry for all of us mm-hmm. but we got each other it's okay all right. Do we want to wait for her to come back to do the bolt of lightning questions?
4: Yeah. Yeah, we Here we'll, we'll ask people to send us some. Um...
1: Do you think with Mad Eye's eye.
2: <laughs> I spy with my Mad Eye eye. I was thinking the same thing.
1: Were you um, really? I was. If he like had a brain tumor, God forbid, or something, would he be able to see it?
2: Yes. Whoa. Probs. Like, some... I mean, he can see. <laughs> Tables yeah, in the like, back of does his. He head.
1: see through his like, or does he have to go through like, you know how like Clark Kent has to learn like he doesn't just one day able to see through all these buildings. It takes him a little bit.
2: He has to hone his skill.
3: <sighs> yeah. No, I I'm think kidding. that's what
1: Mad Eye first did. Was like, oh, I got to see through my brain today.
2: I don't know, but it's not Mad Eye. It's Judy. I'm asking about Mad Eye though in general. I don't think
4: that oh. it has to be a skill because Judy was able to pick up on it so quickly. Yeah, you know? but, but what I'm saying though is like. <laughs>
1: Can he just look into his own body?
4: Yes. I would think Probably. so. Probably.
1: Y'all suck. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs>
4: no, you can't. Moving on. It's All Sorry. What do you think Judy did or said to comfort Neville when he called him back after class? Was this too early for Judy to know about the gillyweed requirement? What words of comfort did he say?
1: I think that he did know. Oh, um, def- you know I what? think he knew. Yeah, I think he because knew this like is time. when he
4: gave Neville the book that would. All the
2: tasks were planned out by the committee, and right, I guarantee so each teacher knew what was
1: up. Yeah, with with the words of encouragement, I doubt he had any. I think that he had a frank conversation with him it was probably like, I, Constant know, vigilance. I know what happened and you know what I mean? Like, I don't see him as the type that like.
2: Oh, I think he catered to him. I think he was like, oh, I know about your parents and blah, blah, blah. And I think he probably gave him a little more details. But, but like, I
1: wonder. I think he played it up. I wonder if he had the conversation of being like, I'm just going to be honest with you. Not to the point where, like, obviously, like, he's whatever and he did it, all that stuff, but, like, yeah. this is what happened. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And sometimes that's comforting to people to ha- know exactly what happened in all of the details. Um,
4: yeah. I yeah. think that whatever he did, it did comfort Neville to a point, mm-hmm. and he did it to keep up his
1: act. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, like, he doesn't seem that, like the type that's like a, you know, comforter. Yeah. Not yeah.
3: like, not like a.
1: I know what you mean. Like a person that's comforting someone. Yeah. Yeah.
3: He would do it in a way different way.
1: Not not in a I'm I cover you in a bed sort of way. He wouldn't do it
3: in a hufflepuff
4: way.
1: Yes. (laughs) Yeah, like he doesn't do I wouldn't see him as like a huggy, touchy feely kind of guy. Like he's more gruff.
4: Yeah, kinda Um, like suck it up, it's gonna be okay.
1: Clap you on the back.
4: (laughs) Thank you. Um, next one. Would what would you add as an unforgivable curse? Vinny, tickling. Vinny says he would. <laughs>
3: <Bless> you, <laughs>
4: Vinny says he would add Obliviate as an unforgivable.
3: Well, you read that cool article. Oh, a, a real spell. <laughs> I
1: think uh, <laughs> there's Rictum Sempra. I said tickling. Right? That's Rictum Sempra. Yeah, that's oh. a tickling spell. Well, and they do See, say they do. it's good they, it's in right. real time life. They say that like if you are tickling a kid for a certain amount of time, like longer than like thirty seconds to a minute or something, like that's technically abuse, like because. It's, like, I don't, I know for myself, because I'm very ticklish, like, it's uncomfortable. Like, as much as you're laughing, like, that's just your body's reaction to it. Don't, don't tickle kids too much.
4: Call me a ticklehead. I think Sectum Sempra should be. Yeah, I think so, too. I, I know agree. that it's not a known spell, but, like, now that it is known, I think it should be, because it's, I mean, there's no reason but harm yeah. with that spell. Like,
1: Could you use it on, like, um, what if you're making a salad? Probably. I know you wouldn't be doing it, <laughs> yeah. but what if that's like a good slicing up the lettuce Sectum real quick?
4: Sempra and onion for some soup. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that, that it, that's what it's meant for. I would
1: agree, but I wonder if that's just like um, cooking with flair, you know? That's so funny. Snape in the kitchen. <laughs> he cooks with Dementors. Kiss the chef. Oh. Kiss the cook. Is that what it is? <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Have you You're seen that? <laughs> yeah. And he's wearing the apron. Yes. Yeah. I don't know. It could it, probably is genderless.
4: If you could choose to make a bad joke like Harry, what would it be?
1: A bad joke?
4: Yeah. of makes bad, bad jokes, jokes any all the time. Sarah jokes.
1: Facts.
3: <laughs> Puns are my favorite. I would okay. make all the bad jokes.
2: We're really funny tonight.
4: <laughs> well, we got all <laughs> of our jokes out before we started recording. Okay.
2: Jokes.
4: I got jokes. I like jokes.
2: Jokes. Jokes.
4: This is a good one. What would you look at with Mad Eye's eye? Marty. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you don't need Mad Eye's eye to look at that. Ooh, I would look for buried treasure. Just, oh, that's a good one. I'd yeah. go to the beach, find me some diamonds. Beach, beach, let's go get away. Away, wait, what they going to say? Okay. Ooh.
4: I didn't know we had Nicki Minaj up in here. Well, we do. Yeah.
2: Now, what, what would I look at? I'd be afraid to look through the ground. You don't
1: know where the bodies are. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's why I immediately went to ocean and it it, it the ocean terrifies it me. It freaks me out that yeah. there are like mm-hmm. ships and stuff. It uh, freaks it freaks
4: me out how much like unexplored ocean there is.
2: Well, think about Weird. you know back in the day when that was the means of travel and think about how many unrecorded undocumented right. ships are down.
4: Yeah.
1: We can't, I it's freaking me out.
2: And all the creatures we don't know about yet. Right. Because you know they're out there mm-hmm. lurking in the depths, trying to see with your little light in the
1: fangs. You know? I Ooh. want to find Dory and Nemo because I heard they're missing.
4: No, they're found. They were both found. No, they only found Nemo. They
1: found Dory and oh, Dory. Okay, Get so
4: real. Do you Marlin you know missing? Disney? <laughs> Marlin's missing.
1: <sighs> Wait, what? Is that how it ended? I know.
4: I'm. I i did not particularly
1: care for Finding Dory because it made me really, really sad. Well, welcome. I to mean, Disney. it was a good movie, but it was really sad. Like the whole thing. I was like, I think I'm more depressed after watching this.
4: I really didn't like Ralph Rex the internet. Sorry if that's an unpopular opinion. Yeah, I agree. I have not watched it. The first one's amazing, but um, that has nothing to do with Harry Potter. So (laughs) how do you think Judy got the jump on Moody? That's the greatest sentence I've ever seen.
3: (laughs) (laughs) They were Mm. like, good question.
2: Junior was like, hey, look over there. And Moody was like, where? (laughs) And so Junior was like, kazam, Gotcha. <laughs> Who's that? <laughs> over there? It's Irie would- Mac.
1: <laughs> it's <me>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then basically the best. Um, I bet you that he probably scoped him out and like saw what he did every day. You know, yeah. I mean, and then was like caught him at the right them. moment. Think yeah. of.
2: Wait, wait, hold on. Help me. Was he was mood was Moody having trouble like all summer with stuff? Because when, when Amos came through, he was like, it's Moody again. Is this just from the past? Or do you think he had trouble all summer from knowing that someone was watching him? Oh.
1: Ooh. Yeah, probably. But I wonder, not so much, what if he was watching him all summer since he was, well.
4: I think that's what Tiffany meant, right?
1: Yeah. Like Barty. Well, was, he, wasn't, he wasn't out all summer. Well, I but guess. But you know what I oh, mean? But, like, it I wonder if he cup. was doing it. From the like, cup. I wonder if Barty was doing it. Like, if Junior was making strange things happen yeah. around Moody. Yeah. But either way, I like them both. You from know? the time
2: of the cup to when he was attacked. Yeah. That. Was how long, though? Uh, like, uh, it was before. a couple days, wasn't it? At least. Okay. Or, like, a week. So, what A if week or
1: two, I think. Was
2: that Junior's only outing? I oh, remember. I don't. We don't know that for sure. Because I wonder if. Because he was able to fight it off for a while. I wonder if he let him go out a little bit, like, and I wonder if that's, like, where he went.
1: Or even if he didn't let him out and he left anyways. Correct. What if he had to, like, get it? We don't know how many
2: times he left and had to, like, get, like, somebody had to go get Mm -hmm. him.
4: You know what I mean? Like, escape and... Mm -hmm. Or he, like, convinced Winky, maybe, to, like, take him out. Sounds awful. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, yeah kill me
1: right now kill take me out I thought
2: was but like wait hold on <laughs> now i'm like breaking down what i said and it doesn't make sense because didn't they come up with the plan with wait when did when did he get to voldemort
1: after the cup for sure
2: no but when harry was when harry dreamed about them
1: so was, it was was bef- so was he that see- there? Was
2: that seeing into the future?
1: Wormtail was there.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, was there. a movie is in, yep, I'm moving correct. myself. Because correct.
1: Mm-hmm. it was, he was just talking to Wormtail in the I room. hate when I do that. And I
2: hate that. Nagini slithered in. Right, yeah. It was just Stupid. Wormtail. Oh, that's when I was like, he's a seer. Yeah. Yes. Um, okay, so it was only a couple of days. So that summer thing can't happen.
4: Maybe it was a couple days in a row. Something was going on though. Yeah.
2: Because he did say Moody again or something like yeah. that, right? Am I making that up? No, he did. But he's
1: also known for, like, being not, not so much eccentric, <laughs> but, like, um, kind Causing. of like, firing first and then asking so questions. I you know, headcanon. you're a little suspicious and I'm going to accuse you.
2: I want to canon that Junior was, like, keeping watch over him and trying to get at him and figuring it out for a couple of days. And that's why Moody was on edge. Yeah.
4: Mm
1: hmm. There was something I just thought of and I lost it, but it was Don't really good. Don't you love
2: how you like think of something and then you like totally like pick it apart and you're like two seconds later you're like nope, not <laughs> can't be a thing.
4: Hey, that's part of the podcast. That's true. That's true. That's fine.
1: Ooh, ooh. How long was Barty under the Imperious curse for? Like years, months. months or years? When did his mom and him switch? I think it was years. Because think, think of how years. long yeah. it took him to overcome like successfully. True. That imperious curse <laughs> and Harry, it took him like a class or two.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, think about how strong um, this I'm saying. Our senior is to have kept that on him mm-hmm. as well.
1: Yeah, crazy.
2: Yeah, Harry, Harry, He's a
1: powerful dude, bro.
2: But honestly, he is. Give the boy some credit. Yeah. Goodness gracious.
4: Would you drop potions if you could?
1: No, no. no I think it's no. Important. I think it's okay. essential. I
4: think would about what you love for, you know? potions with a proper teacher.
1: Do you want to take a moment to talk about Curse Child? Oh my god. I because this reminds me of he's, I don't know, guys. I kind of liked him a little bit more after I saw it. Yeah, I mean, we all Snapey said it. Snape. So, yeah. Yeah. I appreciate him for sure. Mm-hmm. You you'll hear our Curse Child episode unless you decided not to listen to it, which, you know, you do you. Um <laughs> But I think the but consensus, here's it here's the gist of it. No, I'm just I kidding. think this is the uh, consensus that we all really liked it.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. sure, yeah.
1: Like I, thought, I eat my words. Yeah, I, I have thought no I was shame hate in it.
2: saying that uh, I have crapped all over it for a very long time, and I eat my words. I'm yeah. not. I mean, I can do that because you know what?
1: No one's perfect. I'm an adult. Yeah, <laughs> we evolve and we change, just like Pokemon. <laughs> That's right, isn't it? <laughs>
3: I was Don't once grow up and stuff.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I was once a Charmander, became a Charmeleon, and now I am a Charizard.
3: And sometimes I'm a Mega
1: X Charizard. That's right. I but just, only I sometimes. just know only Charmander sometimes. and Charizard.
4: Charmeleon is the cutest one. I'm just saying.
1: And then Pikachu. Oh, I Anyways, so. no, I Pikachu you. Um, <laughs> I literally like going in, and I will disclaim. Didn't read it. Um. When the All book the came out, her. or when the play came out, and then I read spoilers because I hated have I had to know what it was about, and I was like, "This is literally." It sounded uh, dumb. <laughs> I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I did I just dumb. didn't like it. Um, it's it read it, to me. It sounded more like a fan fiction than anything else. And then I started reading uh, it when we decided to do this reread slash swish and flick started. Um, and I got to the point where they get off the train, and I was like, "I can't. I can't." So I was, like, very much, like, not looking forward... Not not looking forward to it, but not looking that forward to it. That was the only part it. I didn't like. And, uh... Oh, I thought it was cool. I liked it. I like the fingers. No, I think um, that's horrific. I really, really liked it. And I was sh- shocked. Shocked that I liked it so much. Like, I and would say I love it. Snape redeems himself in Cursed Child. The whole story makes so much sense when you see it the way it's intended for you to see mm-hmm. it, which is in person. Mm-hmm. And, like, I wish it was more accessible, because we've yes. talked about this. Um... In general, I wish plays and musicals and all of those yeah. things were more accessible. Um, it's unfortunate that a lot of times that they are crazy expensive, a mm. lot especially of, in a big cities. A lot of cities. them are
4: getting turned into movies lately,
1: though, which I think It's is a cool. good thing and a bad thing. Yeah. Um, yep. But it was really, really, really good. Yeah. And I legitimately am surprised I liked it so much.
2: Um, a lot of people were asking me, um, you know, what do you think, what do you think, what would you think? Should I read it? And I said, pooh. No. But here's the thing with that. Like you said, the accessibility to that. But I said, honestly, it is not for me to have interpreted. It is for the actors
4: to yes. have done that for me.
2: You just can't.
1: Yeah. I mean,
4: you can't, you can't put can't. the emotions into their words. and Because
1: it's not a novel. Right. Well, and you could say that too. Because the one thing that bothers me, technically it is a book because it's pages bound all the all that stuff and this is true about plays and screenplays they are not like novels they're, that's not what they're there for there's not a lot of emotion there's not a lot of like other things it's literally almost i would say 80% of it is dialogue lines yeah i mean
2: unless you're the actor doing it like you it's it's not the way, like like she said, it's not the way that it's meant to be seen. Mm-hmm. And hopefully they do a movie of it at some point. I would love it for it to be the OG
1: I, actors. Well, I think if, that they will. It'll be a
4: while. Yeah. It'll be a while, but I think eventually they will. Because I think they, if they
1: do it like how they did Puffs, where they filmed yeah, it on stage. Exactly. Shrek has it where they filmed the, the musical and everything on stage. I really liked it. You I didn't like, like it? I don't the way
2: Shrek looks, no. Oh,
1: it didn't bother me.
2: Did you like
4: watching Puffs, though?
1: Yeah. Like that, I'd love. Like I don't mind sitting there and watching it because you're watching it how it was supposed to be portrayed. Yes. Um, so if they just filmed them the whole two at, or two parts and all of that stuff on the, on stage, I would, I'd be here for it.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And it'll take, probably happen. Eventually. Take my money.
4: Yeah. yeah.
1: I'd drop
2: sixty bucks on a double disc set, if not oh, more. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I would buy it. Yeah.
4: Dear Joe. Please. I understand it has to be a couple years so that you can get your biggest bang for your buck at all these theaters, but you should definitely make it accessible. Mm-hmm.
1: I'll also say we talked to a couple of people that like two also hated it beforehand and then they saw it, they're like everything was different.
2: It's so different. I can't Everything even, I, it, is
1: awesome.
2: I was gonna do that.
1: Everything is cool when you're little Miss wolves. Like it's it's just so good.
2: It's so good. I guys. genuinely and I won't lie. And now I feel
1: like I can read it. Cried a lot. <laughs> I bled a lot. So
2: <laughs> literally, my blood, sweat, and tears went into that <laughs> that show.
1: Well, it's funny because I started crying at the first ha- This the second part, first act, and Megan and Katie were like, "Oh no, you guys are gonna cry!" Like Katie's like, "I didn't even think I was going to cry." She goes, on, all of a sudden, she's like, "I'm crying." So I was like, "Oh great, oh. <laughs> they're crying." It, it goes to intermission, and Megan's like. Yeah, so I didn't think you were going to start crying until the second act. I was like, oh, good. <laughs> 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 was yeah. hardcore there's sobbing there's so at the end. so many things
2: that are so emotional. I mean, I was crying yeah. at the very beginning of the show when they were doing 19 Years Later. Like, yes. it's just... It's I got
1: misty, for I mean,
2: sure. I don't have to explain it to our listeners because they're already Potterheads, but you know what I'm talking about when you talk about 19 Years Later. <laughs> it's <laughs> like,
4: that, it's that feeling. I cried whenever the Warner Brothers thing came exactly. back up for the first Fantastic Beast movie because I'm like, oh my God, we're re-entering this yeah. world. Like mm-hmm. it was just such an amazing feeling. Like I cannot believe I'm sitting in a movie theater seeing a new Wizarding World movie. Yeah. So yeah. like, yeah, I mean, I obviously you know world. I
2: get it, and it's the same world. That's the thing. Like we get to go in the past. It's awesome. It's like a time
1: turner. And yeah. two with this with the play. I love Fantastic Beasts, but, like, my first love will always be, like, Harry Potter and, like, the gang. Mm-hmm. So getting to go back and getting a new story, I was... With our people. It, it was so good. And Ron, I might cry again. He was just so cute, and I just loved him.
2: And he and her.
3: And Bionie. there was no
1: doubt in my mind that they're meant to be, and, like... Mm-hmm. Him and her when, for life. When Joe was, like, the story's done, and watching it, I was, like, no, the story's done. Like, mm-hmm. I think they did a, a mm-hmm. justice. You're settled. It's so you know? good. <sighs> Yeah. Yeah. I want to see it again. So I do, do I. too.
2: <laughs> I do too. Let's go.
1: Let's just go in the summer. God,
2: I okay. can not go back to New
4: York yet.
1: We could drive there. <sighs> can okay. we go to
2: California?
4: Let's right. go to San Francisco and see it. I'd go to San Fran. <laughs> we probably could. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Let's do it. I'd go for a weekend.
4: I would love to. That's a Something might be in the works a later. for a
1: weekend.
4: Well, I mean, maybe, like, an extended weekend.
3: But, like, when you fly there, it's like you didn't even travel. Right. Yeah, so, like, like, we're
1: going. So we use a time turner. I'm yeah, going at the end much. of the month, and we leave here at 10 o'clock, and I think we get there at, like, 4. But that, we're also, we have a layover. Mm-hmm. Ew, where are you laying over? I think Denver. <gasps> does that count as me going to that state? Yeah, no. that's up to you. I, don't well, I kind of agree with hockey. Megan, but I want it to agree. I don't think it does. <laughs> Buy
2: me something Broncos. No. Go Browns. Whatever. We didn't, we didn't lose a ton last don't year. Don't talk to me about football <laughs> then if you're
1: gonna tell me you go browns. Hey, I love Cleveland. Do you Baker Mayfield? Cleveland. Help us win Rocks. more games. Cleveland, <laughs> bro. Right. We fun. almost had a winning season. Let's move on.
2: Fan but story. We didn't. Yes.
1: Wait, someone else has a question and I like this one.
3: Alright, go. Ahead. If you
1: could comfort Neville, how would you?
2: A spot of tea.
3: I think that tea fixes everything. Tea does fix everything, and I would give Scum. them. Plenty. What does Sheldon
2: say?
1: Something like that. Yeah, like <coughs> a warm beverage or something. Yeah, or whatever. Can, can I offer you a warm beverage? Um, I'm pretty sure that, like, I yeah, I'd give them like tea, and
4: just I talk. would just ask, yeah, if
1: you or want just to have, sit. Yeah, I'm like, do you want to talk about it? If not, like, I'm here for you, and just we'll sit and drink our beverages.
3: Because sometimes that's all you need to do for someone. is Just let them know you're there. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: -hmm. Yeah,
2: some people don't want to talk.
1: And that's a touchy subject, too. And he probably, Mm -hmm. like, a lot of people don't know um, what happened to his parents. So it's hard to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. I mean,
2: he doesn't tell people. Yeah. Except Harry.
1: And not Mm -hmm. until way later. And he even knows
2: what happened to Harry's parents. And he just still didn't feel comfortable enough.
1: It's just, you know, it might be, too, one of those things that he's like, it's one of the only things he has with his parents is, like, being able to keep them to himself, you know?
2: I feel that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Sad. I just want to give him a hug. Well, I don't think Matthew Lewis's wife would appreciate that. I wouldn't do anything untowards him. She couldn't be in that. We could do a group hug. I'll hug both of them. Oh, my God. All I think of is a genie. Group
2: hug. Group hug.
1: <laughs> I don't know what that's from.
2: All right. Aladdin. I've never seen it. I've never God, heard of it. Get out.
3: Fan story? Yeah. Okay. So this week comes from Ava.
2: Hello, Ava.
3: Hopefully it's not Ava. I'm I would say
4: Ava. would
3: think it's Ava. What? <laughs> Like, i don't ah, know watch, what watch it be the other way and i said it wrong and i ruined queen. it hi i'm ava <laughs> disclaimer i know i'm a lot younger than most of your listeners 15 hey so it's okay if you don't read this on the podcast
2: girl we what? read them all you know we got you
3: but i still want to let you guys know how truly amazing you are but first here's my potter story I can't remember when I first picked up the first Harry Potter book, but I know it was when I was young. I went to a private Christian school up until first grade, so you already know I got woken up during nap time to read. I knew I picked up the first book many of times. My mom had the book set, but the first few chapters just never grabbed my interest, so I always threw it aside. I kept trying and trying to reread the books, but I just never could never get past the first book. Things in my life had taken a turn. I was getting older and understanding more things about my life, and things got hard. I dropped out of middle school to homeschool because I was having anxiety attacks and panic attacks in the middle of classes, and things just got really dark for me. But it didn't really help isolating myself. I barely left my room that summer, but my friend lent me the first book of Harry Potter because I wanted to do something besides doing nothing, even if that meant I had to at least get past the first book. It took me all summer to read that book. I barely picked it up, and it just wasn't for me. Then I asked for the second one. After the second one, I was obsessed. I had watched the movies over 100 times each. I can literally quote each scene. Mm -hmm. It's amazing, but I never fully understood the movies. It was all so confusing without the books. I totally agree sometimes. But reading the books was so much better. I continued to read the book books through, and kept finishing the books quicker and quicker because that was the only thing I began to do. These books helped me through freshman year of high school, and that's probably when I needed them most. My life continuously kept getting harder and harder, and what I eventually always turned to in my darkest moments was Harry Potter. Eventually, my friend said she didn't have the fifth, sixth, or seventh book due to, due to the fact her brother only had the old book set, and I flipped out. I needed these books, so I asked everyone I could that had them if I could borrow them. I eventually found the fifth one for my mom's old book set and read that. And by the time I was finished, it had been my birthday and I got the whole book set. Yes, I cried. Mm. I instantly went to my room and read through each day until I couldn't keep my eyes open. God, I know that. I finished the whole book series 20 days later at 11.36 p.m. on the oh 23rd of January, it. 2019. And can uh, I please just say half of those pages are covered in tears. Uh, that yep. same month, I started rereading them because these books have been the only comfort I've, I have had to turn to that would always make me feel better. That's when I found your podcast. I started rereading with you guys, even though your podcast started started years ago. Not that far a long ago, right?
1: Really? Not even
3: too a year. Yeah. Too. And I was reading three to seven chapters a day, which also meant I was going through three to seven episodes a day.
2: Goodness, oh three that's and a lot seven. a us in your head.
3: <laughs> I'm already over halfway done with your whole podcast. It's only oh. been like a month of listening. Holy cow. And can't wait to catch up, but it will suck that I'll have to wait a week for a new episode. Yeah. Since rereading, I have become an even bigger Potterhead and have forced half of my family to watch all the <laughs> Harry Potter movies with me after each time I finished the book with homemade butterbeer. Yes, that's how you do it. My older brother usually jokes around with me saying I'm actually a squib and everyone is just acting clueless and hiding it from me, so that's fun.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I oh, <talked> that's <laughs> <mean>. <laughs> that is mean. That is mean. your brother thing to say. Yeah. Yeah. I talked
3: to my family about wanting to go to Universal Studios and they said if I saved the money for it, my aunt would take me. Them, of Aww. course, thinking I wouldn't be able to. At that news, I cried because I've literally had dreams of going to Harry Potter World and in the dream, the sight of it just brought me to tears. So since then, I've been saving every single dollar I've earned and put it in a box that has labeled on it Saying Gringotts Vault number one one three six. The time I finished the series, and savings for Hogwarts and Hogsmeade. I'm also setting up a huge grad sale and working as many jobs as I can as a 15-year-old. Wish me luck on my dream, guys. I hope it comes true and I just want to say I'm deeply jealous each time you say you have gone. I've gotten sorted on Pottermore. My Hogwarts house is Gryffindor. Yeah. Elvermorny is horn, horn Serpent. Yeah. My wand is Cedarwood, a unicorn hair, 12 and one quarter inches and reasonably supple flexibility. My Patronus is a dragonfly. Oh, cool. Nice. That's
4: cool. You
3: guys on a daily basis are my escape and you only bring me happiness and comfort. Through the tough times I'm going through, I always turn to Harry Potter, and since none of my friends are Potterheads, it's good to having a group of people discussing it all in my life, along with being able to escape with into a world that has kept me alive for so long. Mm-hmm. I know you guys work really, really hard, and like I said, I know I'm so young, so this probably all sounds stupid. Nope. it does it But you are changing people's lives just as J.K. Rowling herself has done. Whoo, That is a high compliment. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you for changing mine. P.S. I have spoken up about what I was going through. I'm glad I did because I know for a fact I wouldn't be here today listening to your podcast if otherwise. Thank you for continuously helping me on my way, on the way to me getting better even today. You guys are honestly amazing and once again, I know this all sounds so ridiculous coming from a young persons mouth or fingers, but you guys are helping so many people unknowingly and you you guys are a few of my heroes. Thank you. Sorry this is so long.
2: Hey, will you look at for me? <laughs> tears don't look in each other's eyes first
3: of all wow, you're not too young right? any Potter fan I don't care if you're Alana's age or if you're 150
2: Ooh.
3: you're welcome
1: here if you're $150 your secrets <laughs> <laughs> I
3: was thinking of Dumbledore although he's only 115 but whatever <laughs> Um. Yeah. second don't apologize for being too long don't ever, ever.
1: apologize to us unless you're mean your story it's is correct. your Everything. story yeah. tell yeah. it
3: exactly how it needs to be told mm-hmm. um, and third like thank you thank you yeah. for the kind words and for letting us be in your ears way too often
1: Right. <laughs> um, and for still don't. being here yeah. Gosh, I don't think we're worthy of all your guys' praises
2: but let's just say being a teenager is is it's rough tough. Uh, and being a teenager really in is. the day of
1: social media, I would have hated it. Hello, like,
4: let me just tell you guys this is my Gosh. little, this is my little, like, old person advice coming from an almost <laughs> oh 30 year old. Okay, <laughs> she's, so, like, she's the
1: third youngest on the podcast.
4: <laughs> no, but honestly, out of four. <laughs> so, like, looking back now, everything that I like. Hated or was mad about, like worried about, stressed about, about. about, like it's so minimal, it's so stupid, like. But in that moment, as a teenager, it's everything. It is. It's consuming. Well, and you had to. And mm. it's like just just know when you're on the other side of it, it you'll be fine. That's why people always say, like, I wish I
2: new than what i know now yeah. it's but so like true. i mean you just that's part of well, growing you up you have to remember yeah. you gotta go through like it like if there's
1: horrible like if bad stuff happens like it gets better it does all, and, like it does. when you're a teenager a lot of your emotions you just don't have control over like there's so many like you raging hormones it. around it. Yeah. you literally can't, yeah. Yeah. You, can't you know help i i remember being like horrific like to like something would just set me off and like i'm a lot better at handling my anger and all of these things now but like as a teenager mom was like we wouldn't really like Talk to you too much, she's like, because we'd set you off, and nobody wanted to be around me when I met Mad. That's how and I it, was with
4: my mom, and it still happens yeah. now.
1: But I'm much better. Like, my mom will even say, She's like, um, uh, like even a couple years ago, there was like something I wanted to do, and I had to ask for my per- parents' permission because I was like in a lot of trouble. And she's like, Well, we were waiting for you to come to me. I'm like, Well, I was trying to be like the good person and not bother you, so I didn't want to ask you. And it was too late, anyways. I was asking you to go to Cincinnati for the weekend. She's like, oh, we would have let you go, but we were waiting for you to say something. I'm like, but I'm trying to just be like a better, you know what I mean? You're always changing. You're always evolving. And totally, God, I I think I would have hated my life if I had to grow up with social media. Like Instagram was not a thing. It's It's crazy harder. Facebook came about my senior year.
3: Whew, guys, I feel for
1: you.
2: Yeah,
3: Yeah, we came into it as far as high schoolers go, like, way late in the game. Yeah. You know what I yeah. mean? It didn't really blossom until college and, like, now with
1: social yeah. media. Like, but, I think yeah. that, like, iPhones were a thing, but, like, yeah. they were not for us. <laughs> you know? No. Right. Like, right. we had flip phones. I had a flip phone. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, like, Coring texted boards. with the numbers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Throwback. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you wanted an S, you had to press that button a couple text- of times.
4: <laughs> text messages when I was in high school cost 25 cents for every single one I sent and received, so my dad would get mad mm-hmm. <laughs> So when I would send text messages because yeah. he's like, we don't have limited text
1: messages. I would blow through my 250 text messages <laughs> in an hour probably, yeah. in a day. And he would be like, oh my gosh. Even now, I'm like the one that uses the most data. But like I pay for my phone bill, like my part of it. So it doesn't matter. So I'm like, it's if I go over oh, like, here somebody.
4: <laughs> it's a totally different world mm-hmm. coming yeah. from when we were growing up to the kids now. And like, honestly, I feel for you guys. Like yeah. I feel yeah. for all of the kids who are still in high school that have social media and like what that, like the vanity of social Mm -hmm. media and everything is just very hard to grow up with. I can't imagine, but just know that like that stuff doesn't matter. It, you know, like what you post on social media today is not going to mean anything, you know, a week from now, honestly, like social Social media is like instant gratification. It has, it's, just don't even worry about
1: and it and it affects not just teenagers but it affects people our age and older Agreed. like comparison yeah, sure. is yeah. big time it's a huge thing and you have to remember like cuz i watch a, mom shaming on social oh. media i watch a lot of yeah. like
2: try and mom shame me see what happens
1: <laughs> i watch a lot of youtubers like that vlog and stuff and they're like maybe the average video is like 15 minutes or like you literally see maybe 15 minutes of my life in a 24 hour day So you you think you know them, but you only see parts of it. Mm -hmm. So you don't see, and some might show the good, the bad, and the ugly. But other people just want to show you like the good stuff, Mm -hmm. and that's true with social media, like the expectation versus reality, Mm -hmm. like completely different. So don't worry, don't compare yourself to others. Yeah, no, because you are enough. You are perfect the way you are.
2: So long story short, it gets better,
4: Ava, and. All Harry Potter fans come in all shapes, yeah. sizes, and ages. It doesn't matter how old you are. Thank don't you care for you, listening to us. Thank you for sending yeah, your story, I don't care and if you, you
1: read the first book it's 20 years ago when it came out, or you started it yesterday. You're still a fan. We still love you. And we're
2: sorry for ruining the series. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes. Don't listen to us until you finish it, unless you like spoilers like me. But truthfully, yeah. I mean... That's something I don't get that people that like hate on other people well, you're not a real fan. No, what you makes are. what makes someone a real fan? This, if They're they not love a real series, fan
3: if you're gonna tell someone else that they're yeah, not a real fan. Yeah. yeah that's, that's not what just, this fandom's cool.
2: about.
1: And you can have different opinions and you can disagree on whatever, but at the end of the day we all have the commonness of Harry Potter and at least enjoying the series somewhat if you're willing to read it more than once or yeah. reading watching all the movies, all of that.
3: Yeah. For sure. Eva, yeah, let that dragonfly patronus shine bright. You're yep. gonna be okay. I know what it's like to be a teenager with anxiety as well. Mm-hmm. Um, it sucks, man, but but it'll be okay. It will be okay. I can't
2: yeah. imagine. You're strong.
3: You missed the really conversation,
1: kid, and I had about story. anxiety.
2: I can't imagine. I mean, I have it more. I, I, truthfully, I think I was lucky enough to not have any kind of anxiety. And then I had a, a baby. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, it can be debilitating. So mm-hmm. keep fighting, you guys. Fight that good fight. You know, turn on those lights. Yep. Happiness can be found even in the darkest of times yeah. if one only remembers to turn on the light. So,
1: truth. Let's thank you uh, for your story. You yeah. Yes. Thank you so much. And really, I, I don't feel like I'm worthy of your words. And tell your <laughs>
2: friends to get into Potter. You get yeah. Potter heads around you, you'll always be happy. Oh, yeah. Social media.
1: Okay. We got it.
2: Here. Swish Flick yeah. Podcast can be found on all the
4: social medias. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it, like, goes
4: away. Okay. Um, so on Facebook, we're Swish and Flick Podcast. And on Twitter and Instagram, we're at Swish Flick Cast. Make sure that you subscribe to our YouTube channel. And you can also find us on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Swish Flick where you can gain access to the Felix files and you can gain access to our Discord channel to join us live on episodes. Um, Lastly, check out our website, swishflickcast.com, to find all of the information on us in one spot, along with brand new merchandise that gets released randomly when we feel like it. (laughs) (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) We got some ideas. Yeah, we do. Some some new stuff should be coming, along with... uh, computer and wallpaper. phone wallpapers for also, your pleasure. If you Ear have
1: wallpaper. any ideas that you want to shoot us an email, yeah. Yeah. I was we'll trying to take them think under consideration. Our
3: eyes and ears are always open. Yeah, let us
2: know what you want. Well, mine aren't. I like to sleep. <laughs> I
1: was going to say, sometimes it can be painful <laughs> keeping our eyes and ears open.
2: <laughs> so what's up with your life? Oh, um kind of a personal thing. Wow. I will as she of has tomorrow. A yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you actually heard her tonight. What's today? First. So as of March 2nd, I will have finished a six-week workout program. Yeah. Good for you. Awesome. Awesome. good. I've only you. missed a couple of days for being sick, and I made up those workouts. So I did a couple of two a days, and it was horrific. Can
1: we talk about the fact that she worked out in New York City? I did. didn't take you? a day off. I well, she, I don't. You worked out when you came home, or no? Yeah, you're insane. Let I me know. tell you this: we had a I when we came home from New York, we flew home on Saturday, mm-hmm. so she couldn't work out in the morning. We had a busy day. We get to the airport, mm. our flight, and I flown. Not a crazy ton in my life, but I'm not, I'm like a a somewhat seasoned flyer. You are. That was probably the scariest flight I've ever been on. Like, that's the first time I ever remember being afraid on a flight. Mind you, it was only in max two hours. The turbulence was from jump, it was was not (laughs) good. And then there was a good 20 minutes in there where like, I threw my hand on the the, um, seat in front of me because I was like nervous. Mm -hmm. Um, And I didn't want to say anything to Tiffany because she was already nervous. I don't like flying anyway. So she gets home. She's tired. Her husband's tired. The baby's tired. And you still worked out. I'm very proud of you. Thanks. Um, That's amazing. I always like to say
2: uh, Chandler's line, I may have soiled myself during some turbulence. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't, but it was not good. But yeah, so I'll finish that and then I'm going to start it again on Monday and I'm excited because it feels good. I also... Started Majora's Mask, and I am not very far. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to play a two handed video game. That's why Pokemon on the Switch was so mm-hmm. great because I used to play with one of the Joy Cons, right? Because it's one handed. Um, I don't know, but I also I I just have all these like lofty goals of like reading a book. <laughs> so I do have like a Star Wars trilogy book that I want to read. It's like the um the OG. Mm. And I want to read those because I want like all the like little details. But um, that's me, Alana. Spring break's coming up at the end of the month. Can't wait. That's uh,
1: me.
4: Uh, so I officially thanks to Katie, we have a logo for my wedding design business called Whimsy, I and see it. we can show you. So um, I know I told you guys probably on the last episode that you listened to that I was gonna have everything like up on Instagram. Yeah, right. Well, life is busy, man. By the time you listen to this, it will be. Do I you have promise. a page already. I have a Facebook page and an Instagram. It's called Whimsy Wedding Design. Maybe I should
1: follow
4: you. Um, but so yeah, we have a logo, so I'm super excited about that. I'm gonna get some of our like some designs that I've done already. On Etsy as well for like packaged options for people that like aren't necessarily personalized. I mean, obviously they'll be personalized with your information, but like a design that is set and you can just say Person like, A and person B are getting married. In. <laughs> yeah, okay. So we can tell you about... Our flight home from New York yeah. is awful.
1: Sarah, <laughs> it's not funny at all. It's way worse than Sarah. And, uh, <laughs> and I feel oh bad because like, legitimately, that was the first time I've ever been afraid on a flight.
4: This was the first time I've ever really been afraid on a flight and as I well. And I know yours was worse. <laughs> and so like we're flying. So they left on Saturday. We left on Sunday.
1: I also told them about it, which I kinda felt bad because you're probably going out there going, oh geez. Well it helped me expect it I was (laughs) expecting
4: turbulence because I knew that there was a windstorm in Cleveland. So like I was just hoping that the flight was okay. Taking off was okay. A little bit of turbulence. A little bit like in the middle of the flight, it was whatever. And then we hit turbulence as we were going through the clouds to come back down in Cleveland, which is all that always happens. So that didn't scare me. I was just kind of like, okay, this is expected. It's a cloud. But then we got below the clouds and it didn't stop. It just got worse.
2: Like, was it like doing that like drop thing or like the shake thing? So
4: both. It was doing a shake thing and then it would dip to the right and then it would dip to the left and then we would drop no. and then we would go up a little bit and then it would dip again. <laughs> and then, then you hear like, the plane
3: go like rev up and then slow down. And, it was and then really all scary. of a sudden it was
4: like, yeah, he like put the, he put the brakes on, you know, like, Hey, they like make that thing fall down on the wings to like slow you down. But it like really slowed us down and it was just like, like
1: we stopped okay. and, then we dr- and it was like, <sighs> Oh my God. So
4: real talk.
1: <laughs> Tiffany's never flying again.
4: Did you poop your pants?
1: No. And I, honest (laughs) to God,
4: am shocked that there was no screaming, really, on the flight. I am, too. Like, people were pretty calm, which surprised me, because had other people been screaming... I may have screamed a couple times, but I wasn't about to start that. <laughs> See, so, I don't know why,
2: but I have trouble with takeoff because personally, I don't think flying should be a thing. Like people shouldn't be able to do it. Like that's just dumb and don't tell me it's science because that's insane. If I if that would have happened I know, I know, I said it's science, <laughs> but it's still stupid. Okay. People shouldn't be flying.
1: The Wright brothers were nuts. The Wright brothers were wrong brothers. <laughs> hey! You shouldn't be in the air. Get back in the house. <laughs>
2: no, but, like, if that would have happened to me during takeoff, I would have lost my mind. I hate taking off. I love landing. Probably because I'm like, yes, it's over. It's oh, over. Oh, you wouldn't but have see, liked this landing. <laughs> uh,
4: yeah, so, like, uh, we were probably so low that, like, I could have pointed out Sarah's house. Like uh, we were, were low. low. No, no, we were no, low over no. Cleveland about they to dropped land. the gear. No. They dropped the landing gear and then it wouldn't the plane would not stabilize. It, was bad. it it was just getting worse the lower we went. And then all of a sudden out of nowhere the engine revs and we are skyrocketing back up. you and have I'm a talented like, pilot. Oh yeah, well, well, praise this the is, well, like, that's a small. We had a pilot sitting next to us who was supposed to fly a flight out of Cleveland on Monday morning. So he was like, "Oh, uh, the, wind is, going the wind is the wind is probably really bad. He's probably going to circle around and try again." I was like, "Oh, lovely, let's try this again." <laughs> and then all of a sudden, like two it was minutes five minutes, two five minutes later. He's like, he labra. comes on and he's like, yeah, we're not going to try that again. We've been, we've been diverted to Columbus, which is two and a half hours away really from my parents' house.
2: How long did it take to get? Really?
1: Oh, I guess the airport maybe. I was thinking, yeah. like, the I airport.
2: can get
4: to Columbus yeah, yeah. in no, yeah. yeah, two hours. Yeah, yeah, the airport. Cause it's like a little bit South, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, and then American was not nice to deal with. I'll just. I don't blame, blame that, that crew
3: or the pilot. They did everything correctly. It was the people In, at, at Columbus, the Columbus Airport. They were, who were just like,
4: yeah, hey. they wouldn't. So my phone was telling me when I got off. I was checking like the flight status of like our flight number. And it said that I was on a flight for Monday morning to go from Columbus to Cleveland. It was like a half hour flight, but that plane had to get to Cleveland on Monday because there was another flight that it had to do. So like it was telling me you're on this flight for tomorrow morning. So I'm like, okay, great. We'll just get a hotel and then we'll come back in the morning and we'll fly because it was late by the time.
0: Yeah. Like we were were supposed to land.
4: We were supposed to land in Cleveland at 722. Our flight got delayed by an hour to begin with in times. Cleveland, really, or in New York. So we yeah. didn't take off until like six thirty. Is that no? Well, of the wind? We, seven. Boarded we boarded at six thirty. We boarded at six.
2: I could not be happier that we left Honest on Saturday. To God.
4: Meg, we I boarded took at off, yes. six. Seven, I, I for an hour. Sick. Took off at about seven seven thirty from New York. So like already way late. Oh my lord! Then it took longer to get to Cleveland because of all the wind. Yeah. Right? Uh, so we weren't even. Cleveland. We weren't even about. We didn't even try landing in Cleveland until like quarter to nine then they had to divert us and we landed in columbus and a second flight had been diverted from cleveland and they landed before us in columbus and they only had one gate open for both planes so we had to sit you just sitting it there was hot and oh wait for them to
1: deplane that's my worst nightmare is sitting on a it plane was hot like on a tarp pack the Tar-pack. we didn't get
4: off of
3: that plane <laughs> tar pack for four hours like it was probably yeah, 10, it was all together that
1: entire
4: experience probably four hours sitting on a plane yeah and then you had to wait in line to talk to somebody when you got off yeah they wouldn't pay for a hotel they wouldn't put you on the flight the next morning no they wouldn't car. pay for a rental car you had to take a taxi from the columbus airport to the cleveland airport and that was the only thing that they would pay is for. that what y'all did yeah it's horrendous.
3: <laughs> and you had to ride if you were by yourself you could not take a taxi by they yourself wouldn't give you had you a to voucher. go with a
4: group you had to be with other people so we were thrown there with some old Random lady <laughs> who sat in the back seat and Katie and I couldn't even sit next to each other i had to sit in the front seat of the taxi it was the worst so who <laughs> who who, but we're alive. who did this american, <laughs> american yeah american mm, you know what though i'm not even going to blame
3: i'm going to blame just specifically american airlines but i don't Columbus. know if that's what they were directed to do
2: i don't know I don't know, but it was Y'all, awful. Y'all, that is not customer good service. customer service. Tweet that. Tweet and well, they were like They I'm didn't even sound
3: it. compassionate. They were just like, no. whatever, we don't care. They're like, well, that's all we can do.
2: See, that's like, the only you're a option. If in customer service business, you've got to be, yeah. at
4: least pretend. Even if you don't care, you got to say that you yeah. do. Um, so the other thing, though, is like, whenever we landed, they were just like, they didn't care that we had been sitting on a plane for four hours, like gave us no like time to like, go to get pee. a water, go to the bathroom. <laughs> they were just like, let's go, let's go, let's go. And I'm like, what is going on? It's, it's it was so the
1: yeah, worst that's, experience. That's, that's well, not um, good. And two, there was a, um, a Bob Evans in North Olmstead, the whole sign was knocked over from the wind. Like it's crazy. It's not like a little bit of like yeah. when like there, no, it and was, I was horrible. I
4: was like, is it safe to drive in this
1: windstorm? They were telling us know. not. And they were telling people not to. They were telling
4: people not to drive. But a semi and then turned the, over. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. I saw that. Got blown over by the wind.
1: Blown over a yeah.
2: semi. And so the electric goes out in a ton of places. Like it was just all over the map. Thousands of outages. And when the winds would reach forty plus miles an hour, the electric companies can't work. They can't sit yeah. in those buckets. Yeah. Uh, you can't so, feel so you what just what you just is. literally have to wait yeah. until the wind dies down.
1: Our cable went out. They told it, so we us watch the we missed the
4: Oscars for sword of, man. <laughs> we were on a plane looking the, uh, at Because yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'll just go to bed then because the know.
4: pilot who was sitting next to us said that they can land a plane anything below fifty miles an hour. It's like with safe. winds They're that's like what they consider to be safe to land in. Mm-hmm. And literally it cle- it was fine in Cleveland until we got there, it picked up to sixty miles an hour. That's, that's so bananas, crazy.
3: man. Yeah.
4: Like, I can't even handle that. Was that was funny. There was a you bunch guys, of.
2: I feel so. I'm so sorry that happened yeah. to you. That is just. I'm alive. That is the pits. We you landed. know what? I mean, yeah. And. I got another be, day off work. Yeah.
4: I did a throw to work for the day. So. so it's fine. Correct me. I right. mean, it sucked, but. We made an adventure out honestly, of it. Honestly, you know? like. It's a story to tell. It's a story to yeah. tell. Yeah. Honestly, it was it was whatever, I mean, and I'm totally gonna tweet American because it was the worst experience they had. Like, Yo, your pilots rock, but you suck. Yeah. <laughs> when
3: we tweeted Delta because they messed up something for our honeymoon, they sent us a
4: basket. Like yeah, a they did. Basket. They sent That's us like a fruit nice. basket. Yeah.
2: I mean, we don't want your fruit. We want some airline ticket. flight <laughs> yeah, Send us no, to no, San I'm Francisco
4: to see Shot yeah.
1: again. And all I don't will want be ever forgiven. Want to fly
2: on a- Plane that small ever again. I'm sorry, guys. I don't care small. how much the tickets are. We're gonna up it because I can't. That. But
1: that's what I'm I don't know if there was any other plane that day. Yeah, yeah I
2: know. But then I'll just because it was the such day. a
1: short <laughs> flight. So they were thinking,
4: You know what I mean?
2: When we go to Orlando all of
4: those next. people on that flight, except for us, were people who like were business? like business, business, or well, it was like the end of like an international like flight. flight. Yeah. Like they oh, flew yes. into JFK oh, yeah. and then they were flying home to Cleveland yeah. from JFK. From yeah. the people the people behind us were came from Madrid. There were people on our flight who had been traveling for 20 hours and they were like i am not getting in a cab tonight for another two hours of traveling this is not happening we people yeah i can't imagine like thank god our beginning and end was just new york to cleveland imagine if we had come from you know who knows where especially because like
1: once you're done with all of your like international traveling and you've had all of those flights you're so dumb. all you want to do is get home yeah that's yeah. all you and know and bed. be home and just
3: there's a different tired that is from planes yeah I yeah. Agree. You know and it's i told a different Katie thing.
2: and i were talking about this we were like it's why exhausting. does travel take it out of you like we did nothing but sit <laughs> it's, it's it stressful yeah it especially that stressful. i mean the, we were exhausted it's just
3: stressful. from all the stress are we ready for me yeah. No, go ahead.
2: Katie, was that your turn too? Oh yeah, Katie. Didn't I think say that anything. was enough for both. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast. How
3: long is this? Three hours and twelve minutes.
2: <gasps> no, we didn't start
3: till twenty-five in, and we had and we
2: had a lot, lot, of, lot of breaks, breaks so but it's a still very so long. The table. Still
1: long. Somebody's now.
2: gonna need to edit all this.
1: So, Another I'm gonna tell maybe. you my a little fun of fact of life. So, for Christmas, Marty and Tiffany got us all 23andMe um, DNA kits. So Ooh. I'm gonna tell you my results because yeah. I think it's. Um, funny. So you think I that's funny. I don't know. I thought it was so. So as of right now, it's in this moment, um, I've gotten my results. My mom and my sister have, Squash. and I haven't heard from the rest of the family because they're slackers. But um, and I knew for the most part that I'm like Irish. I've been to where my mom's grandmother, so my great grandmother, where she grew up, all of that stuff. So I get it back. <laughs> and what I wish that Twenty Three Me did. Was break it up so you knew exactly where like yes. the DNA comes yes. from, but they group British and Irish together. So I'm ninety eight point one percent British and Irish, <laughs> and it literally says like Ireland first, and then United Kingdoms after that. And then I'm point four percent Italian, and then one point three percent broadly Northwestern European,
4: which is the UK. Yeah, which includes. I all love of that, that word broadly, and then broadly
1: Southern European, which is point one percent, and then. Broadly European is point one percent, so I'm a hundred percent European, <laughs> which didn't come as a big shock to me. The ninety eight point one percent comes as a shock to me. Yeah, it's a lot. But I want to do 100%. I, I want to do one that tells me like ancestry. Right? I think I want to do ancestry yeah. too. Because I think I'm compare going to that. after. Yeah, is that what your sister did? Yeah, because I want to know um, specifically like how much. Like Irish I am versus English, Um, because I know that I believe my great-grandmother on my father's side, um, his maternal grandmother, was from England, or at least her family was. Her last name was Davis. I'm actually named after her. So
2: right now, mine's in queue for DNA extraction, so... I did one as well, but we sent it after there, so it says expected by March eighteenth, which
1: I don't want to wait, but I'm excited. Really, to, mine told me the twelfth.
4: I'm excited to finally like know. I loved where I'm doing proud. it, and then Katie got one today, thanks yeah, to Tiff. They had, I had an extra Tiff. the to try, try that. So ahead we're ahead gonna then. find out because Katie's dad was adopted, so we don't really know. It
1: was like a straight all of up close. didn't know yeah.
2: that?
4: We just know Who that.
2: You guys, all your She mom. said it
1: upstairs. Were you not listening to no, her? No, I don't
2: listen to anybody. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, cool we think too. that her dad might be Middle Eastern. I yeah. re- I
2: heard I read that. <laughs>
1: I heard that. I read that about you. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um and two more fun facts. So mm-hmm. it tells me like it kind of goes in depth if you click on it and it'll tell you the ten most places. Oh, so with my Ireland says Ireland has twenty six administration administrative regions and we found the strongest evidence of your ancestry in the following ten regions. So the number one place is County Mayo, and that's where my like grandmother's from or a great grandmother. So, so cool. like I've seen where she went to school. I got to see the church she grew up in and like so I know that my family's from there. Which I thought was cool. Um, and another fun fact: Megan and I linked up on it, and we're not related.
4: <laughs> no, but I am thirty-two rounded up, thirty-two percent um, British and Irish. And it said that my number one place in Irish that I had family in was in count- Irish in Ireland <laughs> was County Mayo, which is the same as Sarah. So yeah. I was like, let's link up. Maybe we are. But Maybe we're not. you're yeah.
2: like great, great, great peoples were buddies. Yeah. Maybe so they knew is, each other. This
1: is what it says. It says, in order from one to ten, um, County Mayo, Donegal, Galway, Cork, Dublin, Kerry, Sligo, away, Limerick, Cavan, and Lightroom? I don't know if I said they're correct. And then with the United Kingdom, um, from one to ten, it's Greater London, Glasgow City, Merseyside, Greater Manchester. They have a team, don't they? Isn't that who um, mm-hmm. Matthew yeah. Lewis likes? <laughs> West Yorkshire, Belfast, which is in Ireland, but it's Northern Ireland, so it's the UK. Wear, Dairy, Lancashire. Is that how you say that? Land Lancashire. Shire. And then West Midlands. So it's interesting that most of those are like like West. I don't know. It's cool. And then I don't know if it'll tell me anything else about my life.
3: You guys, you know that in the bathroom everyone's European.
1: <laughs> oh my I almost God. made
2: that joke and then I was like <laughs> on the way in late, you're so. Russian.
3: On the way out, you're finished. I.
1: Oh, <laughs> my Have you never heard that joke before? Not the last part. <laughs> need You're going to wake is. that child up and she's going to kill you. I
2: will drop kick you in the throat. And just because I'm very short doesn't mean I can't make it happen. I've just but said I've been working out for six weeks.
1: Two, I'll tell you that. Um, so I'll tell you what my mom, her Irishness oh, is. Oh, God. So my mom's um, 99.9% oh. European. And she's 90.7 British and Irish. And then my sister, 99.8 European. She's 92.3 British and Irish. In the bathroom. <laughs> no. <laughs> but yeah, I thought that was really cool. So I'm 98.1 uh, Irish-British. Bread. She's, she's just a little Irish. A I a tell that to people, and I don't think they get that I'm kidding. And so they're like, oh, well, yeah, you, you should like kidding? find out. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like, they're like, <laughs> oh, they see the last name O'Malley. And they're like, oh, are you Irish? I'm like, ah, just a little bit. Yeah, like, everybody's joke. like, oh, oh,
2: oh, Irish. And I'm like, you know, I'm married, right? <laughs> well, I took his name.
1: And then people will be like, I literally just had a patient. Because I was like, I actually got my DNA tested. And I'm like, so I'll be able to see how much you like, well, hopefully you're more than a little. And I was like, oh, you, uh, you didn't get that I was joking. Very Irish. As far as I knew. And now I know. Because knowledge is
4: power. The more you know. I want to do Ancestry because, like, it's another chance of maybe one of my siblings did it. Because I know that I have siblings. Let me in
1: here. You know that you have more than one? <sighs> mm-hmm. You do?
4: Yeah, I have, I think, at least two.
1: That's pretty well. That's kind of freaky. I don't know how I would feel about that. I mean, I, I would say this. If I found out that I had extra siblings, oof.
4: I mean, like, I would never want to reach out to my birth parents, but if one of my like half siblings or something was on there, I might message them. But I don't, I wouldn't care to. Yeah.
1: Well, this thing tells me I have um, eight close relatives. It told me on something on the internet that I had 40 relatives living in um, Ohio, and I wanted to be like, actually, more than that, but cool. 40 rounds up Maybe all it's my just cousins. 40 is to like. I think the people that have have
4: done it correct yeah yeah
1: that's what I also assumed because literally if I added up all my cousins I'd be close to 40 first cousins that's
4: a lot of people
1: yeah that's insane I have eight cousins (laughs) I think I have eight maybe second cousins or like third cousins (laughs) I I mean there's more than that (laughs) like my cousin's kids are more than eight people actually but I think we're done here. Mm-hmm. I think so too. This is like <laughs> literally the longest episode
4: in maybe. a really long time, <sighs> maybe ever. So uh so that you guys enjoyed this it.
1: week's episode. Thank nope. you for listening, nope. and don't let those little muggles get you down. You don't get to say it. I get to do whatever I want. No, you don't, because the supreme d- leader <laughs> <laughs> came from me.
2: <laughs> She's the supreme lady. <laughs> you don't look her in the eye. <laughs>
1: You All don't right. talk to her first.
2: Yeah. Oh boy. Okay. That concludes this week's episode. Thank you so much for listening, and don't let the muggles get you down.
0: <gasps> Amazing! Just <gasps> my voice!
4: What chapter are we on? Chapter 14. Snape's Grudge? Hold on, this is the
1: wrong book. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, was like, I literally I was like, oh, that's not it's the right. One the curses that are not forgivable.
2: So long farewell.
1: Have you this in a ju? To
2: you. And you and you
1: and to you and, and you. And and you. you. And Are we recording this? <laughs> is this on the internet right now? Oh like, yeah. Good. 18 people get to
3: watch. I'm nervous. Oh <laughs> don't let the dog get it. <laughs> Chocolate.
2: I don't know where it is. <laughs> Hold on, hold on. One more time, one more time.
1: Alright, alright, come on. Yeah, go high. Let's do it. Go <laughs> high. Go high. Hold <laughs> on. I gotta gotta move my foot for more ground. <laughs> alright, let's do this. Come on, we can do this.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I
1: love you. Oh, oh yeah. I mean, oh, I'd like I... to thank my mom.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Tiffany we screamed was in throwing,
4: tears. throwing a cookie, cookie into Sarah's mouth and she caught it. That's across the table.
2: Across the table. It was
4: very impressive. You know- Alright, I'm gonna
2: start. And if you're not ready, I'm just gonna read everybody's
1: Do it. I want <laughs> you to read everyone's. <laughs> I want you to I do impressions you- of them. Yes. <laughs> I'm oh my like god. That, yeah, come do it. it. Just do
4: it. Just do it. Just for the first time. Tiffany, it. just do it. Tiffany. Tiffany.
3: But
1: legitimately do it. Thanks, k Bye.